Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back here with episode eight of the Esports Rundown with my co-host Dom, and then two very special guests. We got Bad Karma, and I—I I think he's like right here. I'm not so sure. Frost is below he, you. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Karma. Yeah. Bad Bad Frost is you. right here. <laughs> I can't. It's so hard. <laughs> Did you not? Okay. Clearly, he's not I, I can't, like, in here. Anyways, we have Bad Karma and Frost, two amazing streamers that we're going to talk about some streamer stuff and then also Rocket League Major and uh, how, let's be honest here, there's three people who love and breathe the game and then there's me, uh, which we'll get into the bashing of BZK25 uh, soon. I, I'm saving myself just so we can do the streamer <laughs> questions and then, you know... Everybody makes fun of my bracket. We're not gonna we bash you hard. You don't watch for it. brackets, baby. Yeah, we don't. You don't watch it. We're not. You know, it's just gonna be funny. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but, you know. So, um, first off, how how are you guys doing? Great. I'm excited yeah, to be here. Yeah, this is gonna be a yeah, lot. No, fun. I'm vibing. No, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready to see what Dom has in store for us today. Yeah, so, yep. So, first off, I guess the first question is like any normal question, because. We'll start like with some streamer questions, then we'll move into Rocket League. How did you guys start into content creation? Like, how how did it all start and everything like that? Like through YouTube, Twitch, whatever. Whoever wants to answer first, I'll let the beard man go first. Uh, I I got into streaming because people were memeing on what Twitch was. I had no clue, never heard of it, nothing. We were playing Destiny. Someone would make a good play, and they'd be like, oh, I'll get the camera over to you, and you can go stream it on Twitch. And I'm like, what the hell's Twitch? Okay. And uh, so they told me about it, and I checked up on it. And at the time, I was playing a lot of Hearthstone, so I went and watched a bunch of Hearthstone. I was watching a bunch of Destiny. I was like, this is cool. And then just started, uh, literally just started streaming games from, this was so funny. So I was on my Xbox. I had a work laptop. I was using the work laptop Xbox game app as a pseudo capture card to capture the signal from my Xbox and then stream it on Twitch just to have past broadcasts so we could go and like look at any of the videos we were doing. That's it. That's the whole reason. And I, I have to ask then, what resolution was it at? Like, what, I was like 720. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, it they, wasn't, they it was, it was my first. It was bad but it wasn't too bad it was like 72030 yeah. or something yeah that that ain't bad and dom just got a package of mountain dude <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored not sponsored delivery this man's cranking it so frost i that the questions on you then how how did um, you get into it so this was way back i remember i'm pretty sure i was either it was definitely around like my senior year maybe like around 2011 or something um and a buddy of mine was like bro like let's you know he wanted to get like into like competitive black ops this is when black ops won or like yeah uh ish something like that i don't know but anyways he was like yo go look up twitch and see what some of these like really good gamers are doing and i was like uh what and but so i pulled it up and i was like yo this is dope and then a little bit a little bit later um i was really big into like cod zombies and me and my buddy wanted to stream it so I got like a, a gaming laptop that I bought from a friend and bro, it was, it was rough, but everything was booted up. I had a, an Elgato capture card. So like, it wasn't too bad. And yeah, so it was just dope. I was like, yo, this is dope. And then did it. I literally was streaming in like 1600 by 900, <laughs> like some, like some wild resolution to try and make it work. 
But uh, no, it was it. Yeah, it was it was dope. Way you back. and your gaming laptops, yeah. bro. I have one now. He's a laptop gamer. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. know how you do big, it. Big laptop boy. I'm not anymore. I'm finally on a desktop. I still don't know how you the, did for, it for the past the past two plus Jeez. years. I've been gaming on a laptop. Yeah. So. Jesus. Imagine I mean, playing Rocket League on a 15 inch laptop screen. It was brutal for I mean, me like, when I, I did. It. That was terrible. I've played, you know, like I've played on laptops before, but nothing like you know Rocket League. It's been like Minecraft. I mean, and... it's a gaming laptop at least. Yeah. Like it, 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 it runs at like 144 hertz and such. Yeah. Like it's, it's meant for it, but it's still, you know, people. The size of a screen alone is kind of wild. <laughs> and know. then I guess like kind of with again still streaming. Like, what aspects do you like about streaming? Because I know for me at least, I like you know just having to be live instead of like you know doing youtube content it's just like all that like you can kind of like edit stuff that say made look bad on video but on stream it could be funny content you know i'm the same way 100 percent. i i like live interacting i like live interactions with me and chat and it's hard for me to want to transition over um i, I have this conversation all the time especially because nowadays you see more and more which, you know, how, how true it is to you or not of, you know, if you want to believe that, you know, short form content from, you know, TikTok or YouTube shorts or actually editing videos will gain you much more exposure and much more longevity, which, you know, yeah. it's seeming more true by the day. But I also still see a lot of people who don't do it because they don't have the time, whether it be full time job, whether it be, you know, X, Y and Z and still stream and still are successful. Mm. Um, I mean, the discoverability obviously is no... It's no question it's not great, which is why you do TikTok and all this other stuff. Exactly. But uh, I, I don't know. I've never been big into YouTube editing or like YouTube videos. I like just live streaming. And it's hard because you, you need to branch out, in my opinion. Yeah. But Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, it's, for me, it's all about that live interaction. The community building, the interactions with people that are there hanging out, uh, meeting new interesting people, having great conversations making some of the best friends i've ever had in my life through gaming because of streaming has been uh, phenomenal so i mean i've all, all met through that. streaming yeah. so yeah. i mean granted yeah. that's how the, well, all of us actually yeah. Oh, yeah well besides dom i met him i mean through <laughs> a random discord and that uh yeah literally only met him because i was like oh this one random org on twitter is going to be org sponsoring yeah org, org. this man's a scammer no it wasn't it was not mine was trying to get your no. paypal account don't let this <laughs> look at him look at his polo shirt and I, I was like anyone. i was like you know what fuck it and then i met a bunch of people dom was there and then you know that's how i met dom but you guys i met straight through streaming you know just borderlands something that sadly i still do uh, <laughs> I mean, sadly, Borderlands is great. It's fine. You have yeah, a lot yeah. of fun with it. There's yeah, nothing wrong yeah, with it. Exactly. I love Tales too. Anyways. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> oh, no. What have you Dom, done? Do, do you want to go and ask me. Uh, the, so, some streamer-related questions? All right. My question would be, how did you guys come up with your names? Like, What is like the origin story, I guess you would say, around your names? All right, uh, you first, Ross. Uh, well, mine's a little different now. Um, I'll go with the main one that I originated, which, well, two technically. One was just for Twitch viewing initially, which was just Frosty McFly. That's what my nickname was for, like, the last decade plus, which I still have the account. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I just use it just, well, I don't even actually use it, but it's just there. Um, and I was going to solo that, but then me and my buddy, who I played a lot of zombies with, I was just like, yo, let's do a dual stream. Um, let's do it like a co-stream kind of thing. So his nickname is Slush. My name's Frost. So I came up with the cold treats. Um, and that was our name for the longest. Um, and it was based around that. Me and him always streamed together. And, uh, but eventually, you know, he did college and, you know, has a kid now and this and that. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going solo officially. And I wanted to pick a name with Frost in the front. So I'm not called Blame. Don't you smirk at me. I look at that. Look at that, man. But no, literally nothing. I mean, you know, there's so many inactive accounts with like Frost in it. I couldn't yeah. find anything. I wanted something that was just kind of short and sweet and sounded good. And, you know, me being blamed is like a ongoing meme in my chat. So like just kind of embraced it. I do like praise Frost, though. Somebody said that the other day. I need to check if that's praise available. Frost. That's hard. That's hard. I might, I might swap. Do it, not. Yeah. Do not. <laughs> we'll see, though. But so, yeah, you know, just landed on it stuck enough i liked how it sounded and that's that's where we are today so just don't call me blame <laughs> so you do not you don't okay. like blame you don't like that part of your I name i mean i i i expected it it's the the first part of your name when people who you don't know are going to look at you which I, you would assume it would still co- like people don't call karma bad so you would assume that Frost would I mean, still no, be Epic the... calls Karma bad like all the time. He calls him a oh, bad influence. Epic says a yeah. lot of words that nobody yeah. listens to. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so it, it is what it is. It's it's funny. Obviously, people do it. It doesn't actually bother me. But you know, I just correct people, and yeah. they're like, okay. But all right, Karma's is, Karma story is a lot better though. Uh, I don't know about all that. But uh, so my middle name, my actual middle name, is Lucky. And I don't go by it in the world because uh, it's kind of a weird name. But yeah. uh, for gaming, I always did. So all my gamer tags always had something to do with Lucky in it. And uh, I started playing paintball in the community here locally and then uh, got hooked up with a team. And that team's name was the Bad Karma Paintball Team. So I was then uh, my call sign on the team because everyone had their call sign. Uh, mine was lucky, so I was bad karma lucky. And uh, the team ran for, I don't know, five, six years or something like that. And we traveled all over the country playing. Uh, we went down to California, Texas, Chicago, Oregon was one of our favorite places to go. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. We had a lot of really great people doing it. And then uh, everything kind of dwindled. Everyone's lives moved on. But I wanted to keep the the bad karma like org kind of with me. Yeah. So when I started streaming on Twitch and even playing games on on uh, Xbox and stuff, I just switched everything over to bad karma lucky, and that was my name forever. It's on all my socials. That's what it is uh, because bad karma is very unavailable on everything. But when I got partnered on Twitch, I was able to steal it. Uh, the bad <laughs> karma account was not active, and I was like, "Yo, Twitch, hook me up." So they did, um, because one of the most annoying things whenever you go somewhere and you're introducing yourself and you're, you know, networking is having to say a name that is very long and cumbersome. So when you're at a convention and you're like, oh, hey, what's your name? What's your handle? Blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, I'm bad karma lucky. And it's very loud and everything's boistersome. And uh, they're like, what? What was it? And you have to, like, spell it out to them and everything. Bad karma is just way easier. Plus, um you know everyone called me karma anyway so it was just like it, it you was never corrected anyone <laughs> i didn't nope. know for like two years that didn't lucky was actually your name didn't need to so i was like that was just the natural fizz i was like all right everyone's gonna call me karma anyway might as well shorten it up and get bad karma and so 
now it's just uh that's what it is and everywhere i can i i get the bad karma uh name but it's it is difficult even brand new platforms it's like someone just goes in there and steals all the short common things like frost will never get frost on anything because everyone always snipes it from him yeah. right well and hold on before be like... we before we transition was your paintball team did it have the name team in it no Oh, okay. okay. So you right. just called it. The it was bad, bad karma, and then okay. like the the website name and you know things was paintball team. But like on the patches and everything, it was just bad karma. Okay. okay. No, no, no. See, that's where, it all, that's where it all that's originated from because there were teams <laughs> that had the name team in it, and I it pissed all of us all of us off. We were so mad yep. about it. Yep. Now, like I to talk about the name thing real quick. Like nobody calls me by my actual name as well it's literally like you guys call me bz or bzk nobody adds 25 to it and also nobody also calls me by what my original name is which i'm glad nobody does because it's fucking cringe because i i think what, man, he, man, he, he hates us yeah he hates his bloody name. zombie killer 25 was what my original name was <laughs> Well, Hence first off, why kid. would you expect somebody to call you twenty five? No, I don't want anybody. Uh, no, well, nobody that, would. But, like, no, well, nobody after says this, we're about to call you. Yeah, you know we're calling you twenty five now. hundred fucking percent. But nobody <laughs> actually calls me BZK twenty five. It's just BZK or BZ. So, mm -hmm. like, if Twitch allowed me to, I would just change. I would remove my two dumbass numbers because Twitch doesn't allow three, three letter or. Th yeah, three three character names on their website it needs to be four or something. Thought right. about adding a double Z, but that just doesn't. That's a lot of websites seem right. they just can't. Yeah, you know, I can't even get Dom. It's just you can't. You <laughs> yeah. can't even. You can't. Dom I can't. If, if my name was Dom legally, you couldn't even get my name. It wouldn't even. So, so they they do allow three character names, and there are some streamers that have it. Yeah, uh, yeah you're just not gonna find any that are new or allowed because someone's right. got it someone's probably already yeah. got it so you could try bees b-e-e-z i could i could i think honestly wanted, and then you just I... get called a b at that point yeah people be like bz yeah. you just get called b i'm with it just be bz peasy god that's bars <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, well man. dom you you want the other uh you, you want another question well, hold on. Let me let me swap this real quick. Dom, yeah. did you start streaming for this podcast, or did you stream like initially with like, I, Rocket League? Way I, back? I streamed beforehand. I did. I did uh, do some Rocket League. Um, okay. I would say Six Man's was really fun, but gotcha. uh, ever since uh, kind of out of high school, um, I've not really played the game as much. I I did get top one hundred back in season eight, and after that, um, it's all been downhill from there for Rocket League for me. <laughs> Right. I, I will Let's, never I want to I want to I want to talk about never something again. here. Yeah. I have a pet peeve about the term six mans. I get what it is. <laughs> we all know what it is. We we know what it is, okay? But anyone who doesn't know what the format of six mans is would think it is a 6v6 event. Why don't they just call it threes? Well, what, well let's what ask is the deal here. Cuz it's Please, six when random you hear six people. Mans, what do you think? Um, and what Dom said is the reason. I, Oh, I whoops. I think of three v threes, okay. Because they're like for multiple show matches in Counter Strike, it is three v three, or they say six mans. Okay. Like up until recently, then it just turned to ten mans because it's 
five v five on yeah. so Counter Strike. So I mean, dumb. I feel like I feel like it's it should just be man six, over man. It's not a six man free for all. It is not yeah. a six v six team event. It is a three v three team. It is threes. Why? Why six man? So silly. Because well, what Dom said, it's six six people total on six the field. Six random people. It's not like six it, random people. Well, yeah, they don't call like the NBA team. ten man. You just. It's so weird. Maybe they do. Huh? I mean, <laughs> but, fair. but I I know like yes, Cam Camzy said in the chat like it's called eights and COD, but like I I've seen like you know my friends have texted me like when I used to play COD like you want to do threes, meaning me and two other people up against, against three other people. Team. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I would expect. But yeah. then if when you get to tournaments, it's just called six mans. Yo, y'all want to get a football team together and go play twenty two man? <laughs> <laughs> hey it's esports bro what do you what do you want from us all right they we we need we need to have <laughs> we can go get a 14 man flag football team let's go yeah well even then i mean if you said three mans or you know or like threes like yeah. threes is is understandable you're playing three v threes or whatever the mm -hmm. case but like i don't know it sounds natural to me i guess because i've heard it for so long but what what okay what is your what is your i i would just expect that someone to with? say they're gonna do scrims like okay they're but it's not you know, screaming though because gonna, it's not it's not it's like not actual teams. teams or anything but yeah right it's, it's because it, it places the way six mans works is it places you randomly with two other people like it it, it cues it up all randomly sometimes there's team how you captains sometimes it's just completely random then then the other team ends up ends up being like 300 mmr above you and you just get smacked but other yeah. than that, you know. So I, I still get it. I think mans over men. I mean, six men just sound weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I can't I, think of anything else that would sound better for what the, the format of how six mans works is. But, you know. Yeah, like, I, I, I see where Karma's going to get where it's like, hey, do you want to play threes? But then, yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I see both sides. Just yeah. because usually, I like in any like competitive scene I've ever seen, it's always been we're gonna go play customs, private matches, scrims, three man, like whatever. I've never the Rocket League is the only time, and it's only recently that I've ever heard them referred to as six man. Um, Apparently, I guess it's I guess it's when, like, I mean, when you don't someone watch a lot first of brought other... it up, I was like, what? How are they gonna have twelve people on a Rocket League pitch? <laughs> I get I, it. Yes, I can see. I, I can see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and in your in your head, it just sounds like six v six. So I get it. Yeah. But it's like putting you know. team in your organization name. Okay, here we go. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dom's against you on this, from what it seems like too, which makes I kind of am because I've that six man's to me because ever when six man's was first released. No, he's talking about, I'm talking about team. Oh well, team. I don't really matter about that. Okay, but I I still don't mind, but because. <laughs> Origin stories, that's all it's really about. Um, one more, or another question for you, uh, both of you. So, besides streaming and, you know, gaming, what else do you guys like to do in your spare time? Whether that be, you know, sleeping, because, you know, that, that takes a lot of time. I, not for me, because I get none, but. So, I'm, I'm married and got a couple kids, so most of the time when it's not gaming related, it's family doing something somewhere. But one of my favorite things to actually go out and do is um, it's kind of funny because being in this world of the online gaming world and the Internet uh, in general is most of the time the people that we interact with are very kind of 
socially isolated Backward. and they like oh. to be more like a lot of them are more introverted and they get drained by being out with other people i'm the opposite like if i'm around a lot of people i'm energized and i love going out into big crowds like conventions are so much fun for me but i really really one of my favorite things to go and do and spend money on is go to the movie theater and watch new things i love going to a movie getting some snacks hanging out for the two hours or whatever the movie is i'll go to two or three a day if i can but uh i'm the only one in my area that likes to do it as much so i have to kind of like yank people with me to go or sometimes i'll just go to the theater alone and watch movies by myself see i can never do that not gonna lie i i've gone to like two movies by myself and it, it just feels weird i feel like everybody judges me <laughs> and that's because that's you're like, thinking yeah. everyone judges you yeah exactly yeah, no, it's, no, it's like, so somebody sees me and they're like oh he's meeting somebody there probably like no you just you just want to see toy story 4 and it is what it is bro i feel it you go I'm, see I'm, the barbie I've seen, movie by yourself man it's yeah, fine it's, it's fine all right. i've seen one movie by myself i don't remember what it was but i think i was with a couple peeps and they wanted to see this. I was like, this does not look good. I just went and seen another movie. I was just... <laughs> just You're like, fuck you, like, I've seen another movie. Uh, <laughs> it was like yeah. about 10 but... years ago or so, or 10 or 12 years ago, we lived at this condo that was right across the street from this brand new Cinemark Theater. So I would wake up on the weekends and before my family's awake, because I was always the first one to rise, I would just walk across the street and go to a movie by myself all the time, like every weekend. Across the yeah, movie theater. That's... Yeah, that was awesome. And and the movie theaters like the during the COVID times were the best experience ever. You basically you had a private theater yeah. your, to yourself all the time. It was so good. I grabbed like five of my friends and I I did that. I was like, it was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the movies was a big thing just left in my youth. That and skating. So like, it was either that we would go to the movies on a Friday night, go skating on a Saturday. It was lit. It was it was dope. Uh, so I feel that. Um, side note, just to repeat back, because I just realized I probably look like a weirdo to people who don't know me. Uh, the hat, based on streaming-related purposes that I just didn't even <laughs> didn't even uh, touch on, is a big part of the branding now, because I wore it on stream way, way back as a joke. It was a, it was a gag gift for my mom, because obviously my name's Frost. It reminded her of a little snowman. Um, and it just stuck. Like, it just caught people's attention. And I was like, you know what? Heck it. So uh, this is Hat Hat. And... Um, it just kind of became the branding, the face of like the stream and the channel and such. So if you, you'll most likely catch me with it on, but I did a test at the previous TwitchCon and I didn't have it on and I blended in plain sight, baby. Chameleon gang. <laughs> Nobody knew it was me. It was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. I, I was vibing. I, I remember at TwitchCon, the last one, I, I was doing that streaming booth where you and I think two other streamers just popped up randomly and Jiffy came in. He's like, "Yo, Frost is here." I was like, "No." And he points. Uh, it, it was a, a streamer, uh, tri- Triple G. He points yeah. at Triple G. And he's like, he, "He's right next to G." I was like, "No, he's not." Like, <laughs> and then I just saw some random person in a fucking Shrek shirt. And I was like, "That's Frost. That's Frost right there." Yeah, it was nice. I was trying it out, so yeah. I vibe with it. But uh, we're back on it. Um, for spare time, I mean, I do game a lot. Um, I try to get out when I can. It's hard. I mean, especially when, you know, the, the, my partner is, she, she also streams, uh, full time. So schedules mission, you know, it's hard to really go out and do stuff quite often. Um, but I'm, I'm having a lot of fun going out and just doing like, we'll get like Japanese barbecue a lot. Uh, just going out to eat and just like 
different dining experiences is fun. Karma loves to eat. Last time he was out here, we went to this uh, authentic uh, Italian spot with pasta. Free mm. bomb. Um, Weirdest restaurant I live in LA. It was but weird. It was I live in LA. Um, so, but it was it was dope. They didn't even have like bread or nothing. It was just yeah. straight pasta. Have you ever been to an Italian restaurant where they will not serve you bread? No. Really this is how real they right? are, bro. It they were like, just nah. like they were obsessed with pasta. They would only do pasta, and they wouldn't. There was no proteins in the pasta at all. And so, like, sometimes no they would have no like chicken. meat sauce, yeah, but no meatballs, no chicken, no nothing like that. It was just straight up a pasta house. And there was no side dishes, no appetizers. <laughs> uh, I don't even. I don't even think they had desserts, did they? Do I don't. Remember? I don't remember. I oh, think I we got it elsewhere because I mean it was pretty expensive. Shit. It was good. It was very authentic. Yeah. They were just like, you eat our pasta yeah. or you get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like eighteen bucks for a little uh, bowl of pasta. Oh. And it was not filling. I had to get two entrees. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I tried two different kinds of pasta. Thirty six dollars, just for. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, but. I Which mean, in I'm LA, I'm expecting bowl. to pay right. that kind of price anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying over time, though. We just went to one this past weekend. I really am liking going to hockey games recently, though. I'm finding that a lot of fun. Yeah, hockey um, players are very um, underappreciated in some, some way. Fans are diehard in, in the scene for hockey. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it, but in terms of just hockey, because where I grew up, there wasn't like sports teams for pros and stuff. Um, a lot of co- It was big in college, but not for, for pro teams. Um, but you know, just, just going out, I mean, cause I actually hate, I'm finding myself, I'm depending on where I'm at. I actually don't like large crowds as much unless it's like people who I know around me, but like, I don't know, just depending on where I am, I, it's just like, I just like vibing kind of in, in low key spots. Um, but in, in terms of events like that, I, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, go out when I can, but overall I enjoy gaming most of the time, really. I really enjoy live sporting events. I don't like the sport of soccer very much in itself, but soccer games are insane. Those crowds are wild. It's like almost any college sporting event is pretty crazy. Soccer takes things to the next level, man. They are I've never been. They are wild. Yeah, I've never seen one. I've been watching the uh, the Wrexham show with Ryan Reynolds and... uh, Rob McElhenney, because they bought the the soccer team. Those fans are, bro, in <laughs> other level. It's it's crazy, it's wild. Like I I feel like with the hockey thing. So where I live and where Camzy lives, Camzy lives in Minnesota. I live in Michigan. Hockey is completely different than I would say, like for in LA or something, than to our two states. Because hot, as Kamsey said, hockey players are God in Minnesota, literally here in Michigan as well. Like, that's what I guess, besides you can't drink the water here, is what we're famous for. Okay? <laughs> it's hockey. Because <laughs> all our other sports teams ain't fucking shit. Like, I've literally seen a parade because the Lions won one game. And I'm just like, okay, cool. But I, I've never been to I mean, a you guys game. got the Pistons. They were pretty awesome for a long time. I remember, I remember Ben Wallace. I even before no then, who you're talking. That's about. all I remember. Michael Jordan put together the team with Pippen and Rodman and all of them because the Pistons kept beating them up all the time. There you go. You just I, went alive yet? Yeah. There you go. I I also don't watch sports at all. Like the no only sports. one that I would actually watch would be hockey because I I like seeing people. I watch the Mighty Ducks. Fights. That got me lit. Yeah. 
Yeah, all I know yeah. is if there's not a fight in the game, it's not a hockey game. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't count. They they don't even count it on the record. So yep. we have kind of a few more streaming questions. One Frost kind of already answered, but yeah. who is Hat Hat? Do do we have a like extra lore story? Because so, somebody else has Hat What's Hat. What's the flavor which text? I, well, they I have don't... they have cap, not even cap cap because it doesn't it's... even have it doesn't even have yeah. the additional hat yeah, on the exactly. hat. Uh, he's a fraud for sure. Um, okay. You know, it's yeah, it's 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 adoring it's adoring fans. I embrace it. At the end of the day, um, but no, I mean, yeah, I kind of broke it down because I didn't know if we were diving into others, and I just realized I didn't even touch on it, and I'm just looking like a weirdo out here. Um, but no, it was yeah. I mean, I I ran through the story of it, and it mm -hmm. just kind of it just kind of stuck. You know, I mean, there's there's a sea of of just white dudes on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not looking any different than anybody else. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's no surprise here. So you know, just helps you stand out a little bit. It was nice to have like some branding outside of myself. You know, hmm. um, but yeah. So now that's that. I since you know we have a hat question about Frost Karma. Why do you hmm. like hats so much? Because like whenever I see you, you have a hat on, and you I mean you have a nice hat wall behind you. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I used to wear hats, but not very often. And then uh, just kind of started growing my hair out and um, not. Well, OK. The barber I used to go to all the time ended up closing up shop where he was and moved and was like in between places. And so I didn't really like trust anyone to do it the right way anymore. So yeah. I was like, ah, fine, I'm just going to grow it out. And uh, so while your hair grows out, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to grow your hair long, but it has these like annoying, awkward stages where the style you want to do doesn't work too good. And it's just very annoying. And so you're like, ah, I'm not even going to do it. I'll just throw a hat on. So threw some hats on and stuff. And I just started collecting them because I wanted to wear different ones all the time. And now I just like them more than I don't. Yeah. And uh, I've, I'm just going to. Uh, I I don't know. I know. The other two, I I don't know if you saw the Twitch chat or not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even but... looking at chat. I just I just laughed at Don because oh. I see his face immediately when Karma said it. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm ignoring chat. Tetra, Bees has been growing his hair out for 20 years. Don't knock him for it. He's trying, man. He's trying. Uh, Tetra, wonderful. He's got that Stephen ours. A. Smith hairline going. Uh, some people don't use it to hide their hair like like you, Bees. Look, I've always had my hairline. I just. I started wearing cats in college, right? And what yeah, the look at that. God. Look Where at that are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I started wearing hats in college. And then I you just kind college? of wore them to the point to where my hair, like, in the, like, middle part, I guess. I don't know, like, what that. Did they let you in college because you guys can't drink the water up there? Or? It's like a pity party kind of you thing. You know, there was actually, it was funny, like multiple uh, multiple drinking fountains said, don't drink from it. This is from Flint. And why have the, <laughs> why have the fountain there? <laughs> like, like, no, it was just disconnected. onto it. Like, it was oh like, my. you might die from it, but you know, if you're really thirsty here, you go. Um, hydration. Yeah, so, oh. I think it's like called the crown part. It just started thinning a little bit. And then I just kind of said, fuck it. Uh, on stream one time, like a few years ago, I was like, I'll just change my hairstyle because, like, I had like kind of a bit longer hair than what I do now. And then I was like, hey, random bar, not really random barber, it's a fa family friend of ours that used to have kids that go to my high school, just 
pretty much give me a one, and that's that's what it is now. Well, you're at like um, a point five now, so. But I don't know how. <laughs> it's yeah. It, I mean, it's bro, just, it's it's yeah. nothing you can control. It's fucking. It's, it's yeah. It, it, it's called genetics. hair loss. You know, a bunch like, of forty-year-old men have it, and there's yeah. me, and I'm. 20. But listen, if you find a good barber that can do a proper fade, you lucked out. They blended. There are not many yeah. out there. Yeah. Like she, she's a she's a very good barber and everything. Like I, if I really wanted to, I could grow out my hair and then like she can do something to it. But I'm just like I, it's fucking fifteen dollars. Shave it, fucking trim up yeah. my fucking facial hair if I really want to, and boom, you do out the fucking door. You do. Yeah. You want to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how good. you, bro. I would not want to eat my own hair with pizza. I don't know how you live I mean, this life. Right, right now, like because it's looking better I'm, right now. Yeah, because I recently shaved. But you also gotta shave your head, yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I need. To go well, also, if you just, you buzz, just straight just razor yourself. that. What? Just, you just straight you just razor start... it. Yeah, why don't you just start like cutting it yourself if you just buzz your shit? Like, uh, like, attach the leather it belt the and get the, the straight <laughs> razor. Guy. I can see you doing a Sweeney Todd, dude. That... No, that, I'm not doing that. Come uh-huh. on, man. No. <laughs> I d- I don't like I have multiple knives and shit, but I don't like nobody should trust me with cutting hair at all. I once cut I tried cutting my hair. I fucked up and like cut this entire like side of it off. Like I cut it way too. Bit. I was like, I don't know, man. Five. Someone trusted you with that chain, so <laughs> Dude, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> two two more streamer questions, and then we'll get into the Rocket League. Uh, one is, how do you guys feel about the term influencer? Because I, 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 I like see... it. Okay. I, I mean, I think once you gather and garner an audience, I mean, people tend to like listen to you more or take what you have to say with some some truth or some some umph behind it um and a lot of time and that's it's something you you hear a lot about is you hear about all these big audiences on you know they don't they want to stay out of drama or like you know harsh topics of conversation um but sometimes it, you know people need to be educated in other ways and mm-hmm. so being an influencer i think that fits i'd rather have that than you know i mean people feel some type of way for content creators or whatever the case but no, I mean, I, I definitely say you do influence people whether you think you do or not, whether it be yeah. just mannerisms, what you eat or drink, like, you know, just the things you you talk about. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, like, even just with your friends, you can influence. Like, it's, uh, there's this the whole study about you are the result of your, you know, the five people you spend the most time with kind of thing. And so even if you're just gaming with your buddies and you have a new keyboard and you talk about, you know, how cool the new keyboard is and how much you like it. Like, that can influence someone's opinion on when they go get a new keyboard and what game they're playing. There's a lot of games I've played because Frost has played it or Frost has played because I've played it. And when you expand that audience to, you know, Twitch or YouTube or TikTok or Twitter or any of these other social platforms, even if there's just one person that looks at that and be like, hey, they look like they're having a lot of fun with this. This looks pretty interesting. I'm going to go try it too. They're influenced by it. So I think it's fine. Okay, because like sometimes I feel honestly, for me at least, I've had a hard time with it for multiple years because if nobody knows, I've been on Twitch for nine years and I'm twenty three and act like a fifty year old. So my my entire thing is, 
if I'm doing like if somebody wants to stream, then yes, I influence them. That's perfectly fine. But like, say you know like how I used to vape on stream and how I used to smoke and everything. Don't do that. Don't let me influence you do that. But also at the same time, like if they see it, oh this person looks cool, the whole high school adage of oh this person's smoking, I'm going to do it because it looks cool or some shit like that. You know. I mean, it's just like I said, it 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 stems a lot deeper than just. A, a visual you know you just see somebody doing something on stream like i said it, it to me it stems it or like it pushes a lot deeper than that in the end on again whether it's gaming related nonsense whether it's conversate topic of conversation like you know being educated on stuff it's mm-hmm. it yeah it's it's huge i mean yeah. your voice people again if they're coming over to your stream right like they're yeah, for, even like, if it is to, to meme on the streamer or mm-hmm. you know to just you know talk to other people in the community yeah they still take what you have to say and usually you know, latch onto it one way or another. So, yeah. products you use, games you play, good habits, bad habits, all that. I mean, how many people do you know that'll watch a pro Apex player and then that pro player complains about someone else using a controller and now you got all yeah, the kids out there memeing about controller players? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, or you get one that says controller is unfair. Because I think there's a couple of them that said that. They're like, oh, this oh, is yeah. so unfair. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, there is. And then all of a sudden, there's thousands of people that just meme it all over the place and believe yeah. it because someone else said it. Or, and we're not even memeing. They just they just take it and run with it. And yeah. Just, like, oh, this person said it. Way. It must yeah. be true. And yeah. I mean, like, if you, again, the Apex statement, like, you know, it, it kind of got proven when Karma Frost and I did that huge customs and Frost didn't even drop a game because he was on <laughs> controller. The rest of us were on keyboard and mouse he's not the only one no wonder yeah here we go uh, and then to end off the streamer questions then moving into rocket league and talk about brackets and shit what is everybody's favorite frosty mcfly slash skirt skirt song i i i need to know tom is my biggest hater bro it's actually that's why people are happy my biggest hater you have entire songs talking about something you've never done in your life you can't be out there being a virgin for 92 years and talking about sex the whole time. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Man, let me live, bro. It's a dream. This is ridiculous. All right, I'm, I'm off the cast. Just have somebody replace me. He no. made a song called This D, which was really about his little Dodge Neon he was driving, but Max. made it sound like something else. Yes, that's the whole, yeah, the whole thing. No, actually, it was so on that real fast. This D, which I don't know if you heard the story, was literally, I, I went weekly, I would grab instrumentals, so there's an actual song to that beat called This D. I've never heard it. I still have never heard it to this day. Um, so I literally just took it, and I was practicing new equipment that I had. So I just literally did a one-take rap, and that was the product of it. No, nothing written down, literally nothing. A one-take one, one rap, and that was it. And I just hit save and and publish it. <laughs> but I think Karma messes with Skirt Skirt a little bit more. I mean no. the the Panda Express song has got to be the best one, right? Or yeah. the Thickums, which I still purposely make very um sexual in- innuendos to make Karma mad as well. So, mm. but I don't think Dom's heard any of the music though. I have. Yeah, I like alert. Panda Express. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I have. I forced unfor- him. I forced him to make it. I gave him a deadline and everything. I have unfortunately <laughs> listened to that. Well, I'm I'm not saying unfortunately. But unfortunately? I, no, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. Like, at work, I randomly played it. It was like 4 a.m. and someone was like, "What song is that?" I'm like, "Go check this guy out." And they're like, <laughs> "He made this." I'm like, "Yeah, like, yeah, he did." Yeah. 
I like honestly, I I always joke around with you, Frost, about oh yeah, like I'll, I'll listen to like this D or whatever in in my car. I actually do, all the fucking time. Like, like I'll I'll be surf or I'll, I'll be searching through my Spotify playlist. I'll be like, eh, I, like I I have YouTube Premium now, so I can play it like right uh, with locking my phone. And I'll just like play like all your songs like going hey, to Walmart or something. It, it's <laughs> once once I just took making music for fun. And like not really putting any not effort because I still want it to sound good and sound yeah. like somewhat, you know, listenable. Um, you know, it's I just started having fun with it. It turned into a lot of gaming rap for a while. Like Shadows of Evil is a big a big one that people do like. Mm. Um, and I had more, but I mean, it's just it's a lot of work. I'm lazy. I'd rather just play Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. If I had someone who could who could edit my music, I'd make I'd make songs weekly. But uh. Having to actually like edit your stuff too, and like listen to it a thousand times, and make sure it sounds good to you—it's it's it's draining. As but... the uh, pseudo substitute uh, talent manager for Frosty McFly slash Little Skirt Skirt, I can tell you it is very painful to get him to work on and finish a song. Yeah, I've had I've had a song ready to record for like two weeks plus, yeah. actually, probably longer than that. But this guy, so. and and it's still. Nowhere to be seen. You want to leak it a little bit? You know, you can. No, leak I, the I literally, title. I literally just have a verse. It oh, was okay. well, the title is going to be Baja Blast, but um, I don't know the direction I want to go with it yet. It's I was going to do like a sponsored on his partner. Well, to a lot of people, anybody who shades it. So yes, it's an indirect diss track. Oh, yeah, you also said that you were going to uh, write a diss track about me because of my love for noodles and company. Bro, you don't you... even like. Does it even count what you get? Does it even count being a fan of Noodles and Company? Yeah, I've never had it. I don't even know. I get, I want you to I want you to describe to Frost your order at Noodles and Company, like well, you did to because me that I one switched day. up sometimes. Do you want my main order right now? Yeah, I want the signature okay. BZPZ order. Okay, so because I order for dinner and then lunch for the next day, uh, so I get six pot stickers that I eat all at once. Because uh, I all love six it. in his mouth. You are you yes. are genuinely smiling saying that. By the way, you look so happy. Bro. He's hungry <laughs> Just now. Thinking about I love, I, dude, look, Noodles <laughs> Company. If you're watching, please give me a sponsorship. I will literally do it for free if I could have one bowl of noodles a month. I don't care. So anyway, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, working for, for free. One one bowl of noodles a month. Then I get the. Uh, I get spaghetti noodles because you can put any noodles that you want in your okay. dish. So I get spaghetti noodles with um, Parmesan cheese, like the grated cheese or the shredded cheese, right? And then I get the garlic onion cream sauce, which is fucking amazing. It's fucking I'm digging amazing. This. I'm digging this. And then that's my dinner. And then for my lunch for tomorrow, it's either A, I'll just get that again. Or B, sometimes, you know, I might get the Japanese steak pan noodles, which is Those are good. amazing. I love them. But also, it does sometimes give me, you know, bathroom issues. So that's why sometimes I don't get it. But if, if I'm feeling, you know, frisky and want, want to roll the dice, sometimes I, I'll get that. And then some, if I'm just really just mad, I'll just, like, order butter noodles or spaghetti or mac and cheese. Like that, that's the basic. I mean, sound, I'm down. Yeah. Karma, Karma just likes it. He likes all the things. So 
anything that's yeah, not it doesn't have 16 toppings you're you're a basic give me the bitch noodles the sauce the extra proteins give them to me now yeah. see i do for the spaghetti i forgot to say this i do sometimes get uh like the meatballs the like the one big meatball with tomato sauce i get that on the side and then also sometimes i'll order chicken on the side as well I've been really fucking with the uh, Gudoba. Yeah, I can just imagine BZ going to the restaurant up at the counter. Dude, they fucking they know my name. And they're just like this. Karen just walked in again. <laughs> nah, they I <laughs> high five everybody. They're like, oh they hi Michael, you. how are you? They know me by my first name. Yeah, that's what's like up. during quarantine. That was my diet. <laughs> and they that's, they knew my. That's name. not a diet. That's just your food of choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's the complete they, opposite they of a diet. They knew my name from the DoorDash order, which yeah. was Michael, then my last name. Yeah. So Michael Bloody Zombie. This is your third order yeah. today. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, Are you okay. I, my parents went in one time and they, they do a wellness check. Order. It goes three days without it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they described my order. I guess like the manager of that store was like. Are you Michael's parents? And they just went, yeah. And it goes, oh, well, tell him I said hi. And my parents were like, so and so said hi. Who was that? I was like, oh, that's the manager. He knows me by name. Flexing. And sometimes I get a free lift dish. Lift up like, the chain. You know me. You know my order. <laughs> you know me. Baby. I walk in here. You know my order. <laughs> uh, like they don't Japanese do this for a pan, lot of baby. people. But since they know, like, since they know when my birthday is. I like I will get a text from the manager some because he has my personal phone number. He'll be like, "Hey, uh, free free noodle bowl on me for your birthday." I was like, "Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. I'll go there. Happy as can be." So they threw I, a they threw a quarter machine jewelry machine in the in the store just for <laughs> yeah. that just Man, for that ring of his. He's walking. He's oh, like, shit. right, get his meal. And the guy's like, "Hey." <laughs> It, Mikey, yeah, everybody there they know me it's like i guarantee i can just see like if they have a new person and their training video be like and then this man and they pull up like my twitter profile picture holding up the jiff peanut butter which is still right here um with, with a spoon and it's like this person Hold on. He's our best customer that's not even he has beans on his why on his do you I have, have which not beans or man butter sandwich right by your keyboard at the ready um well you know that protein bro what is your dog crawling around somewhere <laughs> uh no oh no I, uh... SB's I, after why is it you a wild answer here i'm getting a little worried so oh well my, my answer sub. it's very simple i had a box of graham crackers down here uh and i like graham crackers bean butter and was watching pirates of the caribbean with my friends and that was my movie snack. And uh, I brought up the graham crackers. I just honestly forgot to bring up the peanut butter, and it's been here ever since. I don't think you forget <laughs> to bring it up because you see it every day. Uh, well, there's a ghost energy can right in front of it right now. So, oh, is this the sponsored segment? Dude, I wish. <laughs> I th there's two. No, sorry. There's three sponsors that I really want. Mott's Apple Juice, Ghost Energy, and Noodles and Company. I also do eat peanut butter straight out of the jar. That is correct. So that. sometimes, like, I'll just take a fucking spoon and be like, okay, breakfast. And then come down here, talk to people, and then, yeah. Peanut butter for breakfast. 
this man is wild this man is absolutely wild speaking about wild is this a is this like a cultural michigan thing or is this just yeah no you like people in michigan there's either like normal people and then there's people like me and then there's the up people i think you're the a upper different peninsula class people are a different like you know a different breed i know a person by the name of cooter a lot he's of people a gamer do. that man cooter's he you know he's been through <laughs> some rough times he once was addicted to meth all right it, Yep. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Look, I had a great <laughs> segue, segue and then the fucking karma had to be like, is this just a Michigan thing or is it just a you thing? And then, yeah. I was, it the, was it the blue math from Heisenberg? I have no clue. He Speaking of blue, blue wall. There, oh. oh. Visa doesn't okay. know what that but, means. No, I do because Dom was yelling about it last night. Okay. That's the only thing. <laughs> Dom was yelling about it. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Spe- speaking about Rocket League, let's uh, <laughs> move so we that. are gonna go over. We everyone here did a playoff playoff bracket. We all predicted who was gonna you know come out on top, who was gonna be in the semis, quarters, and all that, all that good stuff. Um, so the first bracket yeah. here. Um, Can I put a disclaimer real quick? No, they 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 they're gonna see this straight up. So. I don't play a Rocket League. Last place nor have here. I watched. <laughs> in last place, the person who had K Corp go out in the quarterfinals. <laughs> BZK. Uh, second person on your screen. Um, Went down I, in the non Michigan water. He had the lowest points. He had 21 points uh, for, for the whole event. Um, nice. Based on predictions. Um, look, at, look at the bottom four. G-Y I'm scared to click because I'm gonna get flash banged. Uh, give us a quick rundown of why you why you picked your teams. All right. Yeah. Uh, how did you make your pick? So someone that's not RLCS aware, how did you do it? I I watched highlights. Uh, now these highlights didn't really check the date on them. Uh, <laughs> some of them. It's like where's NRG? <laughs> horribly dated uh some of them were really new some of them were like the first ever rocket league major whatever you, you like, did have dignitas up there that makes uh, yeah i watched i a, a lot of like so just like doing the podcast i will say like i, I know that carmine corp was like a big team and everything uh but my whole entire thing was i didn't know how big if I'm being completely honest. Well, the wall was ginormous. Yeah. Um, and then it, I also thought, like, well, you know, it's the major. I, I kind of relate it back to Counter-Strike. So, like, best teams can get, you know, outclassed by, like, a team that, you know, maybe nobody knows nothing about. Uh, that really doesn't help my bracket because they beat complexity in my bracket and then the quarterfinals phase beats them that doesn't help my sense at all <laughs> but at least i got you know the major like the finals kind of correct in the quarters but you know the flip that four to a three for phase then flip that three to a four for carmine corp uh but yeah i just kind of like watched a bunch of highlights i was like oh okay these teams feel good 
like to have and then i realized the dates on these videos and then kind of just compared it to counter-strike to where some i guess lesser known or less good teams i guess i I don't know you did what but you didn't wait did he he have phase win it at all or no no he had had d2 and oxygen in the finals but okay i will give him this he had crew winning yeah and going to the quarterfinals here which you know what but you said phase is your favorite cs team right the one of mine yeah one of yours and why didn't you just push them in rocket league I uh, because I was like, eh, they already won like a very good tournament in Counter Strike, and they won the Intel Grand Slam. So I was he like, wanted the stocks surely, to go down. Yeah, yeah. surely you know they're not lower, going bro. to. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> sure, surely they're not going to get to Grand Finals in Rocket League. And I thought like I I thought that like you know because I heard talk about Phase and Rocket League, I was like, oh, so a lot of people like you know all three of you guys are going like have phase like kind of in the grand finals or whatever i was horribly mistaken uh so i was like let's have like this oxygen esports come out of nowhere and do like an upset and then lose to g2 in the grand final because i do stay in g2 as well i i fucking love g2 g2's a a fan favorite in in rocket league as well yeah so So, that's kind of like i so you had Dignitas winning the group with Liquid and Carming Core? <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think uh, he saw the worlds. He's like, these these guys got three world championships. I d- <laughs> I do remember watching some highlights. There are like it said worlds highlights. I was like, okay. Like just I, I feel like also my perspective in the whole entire thing is what do I have to lose? I have nothing. I don't have a yeah, reputation. That's fair. That's fair. So, like, I can throw in, you know, Team Falcons beating Gen G and Liquid and then getting into the sem- semis or, like, Oxygen. Like, I was like, fuck it. Why not? But, yeah, that's my thought process throughout it. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm a gamer, you know? To, to be fair, there has been a trend of those types of teams getting into the semis in the last few lands. Uh, that trend did not hold up this time around. Yeah, Sam yeah. has been doing very well. I'm very surprised mm-hmm. at the same region. And I, they need to start making more spots. Because if you look at Mina right now, Falcons just had a tough, it, it was tough against Genji, but Their highlights think- were great, too. Like, I think Falcons the biggest problem good. those regions have is like they'll have one or two really good standout teams, but they don't have the consistent competition to keep elevating. So when you see teams come out, you know, there's not as, as much tape on them. People aren't used to scrimmaging them as much. And so they surprise teams. Yes. And then you have the Furia situation, right? Where a team comes over. Now they're playing them more often. They're, you know, they could be better, but everyone starts realizing how they play and, um, you know, they don't qualify anymore. Kind of a thing. We can move on. Um, uh, <laughs> this yeah. is Frost Bracket. Okay. Why does he have Falcon and Oxygen 13 and 16th? I will never know. Uh, I genuinely just didn't expect them to perform well with the teams that were in. Aside from, well, I also had what crew. You had and... pioneers over Oxygen. So, so that that was my only cope one. I thought they were. I, I went. I went underdog moment. That was the only one. I was just like, I went straight cope underdog. 
and to, you had... to see if they could do well because who who was the worst performing in this land? The gladiators. Were like actually gladiators. worst performing? Yeah, yeah. Gladiators who, who did? did not win a single game. Okay. Oh. So how many games did Pioneers yeah, win? Beast, how does that go for you? One. Uh or Pioneers uh, won one game. Yeah. Game. So you know, the two worst performing, and it was just a all right, let's see if they can do something. And I just that was my only cope when the rest I was just like heck it. Aside from also wanting an NA team to win at all, which is the only reason why I had Genji beating Court K Court by one. I, I love so. this. Not only did you have did you have Dig beating Falcons to 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 survive the group, but you also had them beating complexity. Yep. In, in round one. Yep. I, I'm I was pushing it. I was pushing it. You're complexity, really I would now. say complexity. I say definitely popped off way more than probably just a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know how how good y'all expected them to perform, but uh, I expected a top eight. Did you? Okay. Because sure. it, se- it seems a lot of people were much more surprised at how they, well they popped off. I don't know. It might be. You'll might see be how thing. I expected. It might be a thing that Karma said how they are they are new and they just found their play style, so now everyone has to figure that out. Right. Which is why Which G- I can see. G2 isn't good anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we go to but yeah, it was definitely I had a, I had a couple of cope moments. I was talking to Dom as we were both doing it, and he and after I the seen the only his reason with, with he G2, put liquid is because I told him. I told them I was like they are gonna be. I I thought they were gonna win. I thought liquid is gonna liquid's lose. for real, bro. Yeah, I was like, I feel that, but I was like, I, I was like, just to make it spicy, I'm gonna put a couple of uh, underdog cope moments in there, which is the only reason why. I picked what I picked, but uh, because overall, you know, I still don't think Faze should have made it to grand finals personally. But yeah, you think they had a Mickey? Run? You know, not necessarily that. I just think from their their the way their performances have been at LAN, um, I just expected this to be Genji's time to come back a little bit and just like pop off a little bit more than they did. Um, I mean, you make the face, but I mean, they were definitely consistent and did well at they lands were. too. So, and FaZe has always had that choke moment to an extent. Still great players, don't get me wrong. Well, they just choke um, at different times, so. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, we've seen, you know, we'll get into the first killer moment later, I'm sure. But, uh, oh, yeah, yes. so I just, I just expected, you know, a couple. I mean, even with, I need to go back and look at it now. Um, who else did they play that should have beat them to us? G2? You feel like G2 should have beat them? Well, FaZe lost their first match of the tournament yeah, they, to G1. Right. So G1 tried to choke it away, but FaZe choked harder, so. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why that's fair. you had the shit out of FaZe. Like, I... You know why. <laughs> we will get on to that. I will say, though, real, real quick, I love how everybody in this call, besides me, had at least one grand final participant. <laughs> um, I had G2 and Oxygen. Frost had Gen G and Carmine. Dom had G2 and Phase Clan, and then Karma. You can go over your bracket, and then uh, for for those of you that are not aware, G2 didn't make it past quarters, and Oxygen didn't make it past round one. You know, so it was so so. <laughs> Big G two cope across the board. I, I G two. Uh, I mean, G two ran up against the best team in the tournament in the quarters, which is unfortunate. And they took the true. same same amount of games as Phase. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, um, here's my bracket. Um, they I mean, they shouldn't have lost to Phase in the groups. I mean, if, if 
if G2 won the groups, I feel like they would have had that run to the grand final. But, you know, yeah. they, they just had to choke one game, and it just had to be the, the first place game, of course. You think um, they would have beat Gen G if they faced up against them in the in the quarters? I do. God, that would have been fun to watch. Oh my, Moxie! Thank you so much for the raid. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Did not expect that. Moxie, <laughs> that third dom completely off. <laughs> that I haven't been looking at chat either, so a quick a quick side <laughs> note for like, oh hello um <laughs> outside of just uh you know podcast stuff. Moxie was with us while we were watching the finals yesterday. That we were all in a big watch party group chat and uh he was treating it like a little just Super Bowl banned. moment. He was he was vibing on the couch, eating some buffalo, you know, dip and whatnot, but he was watching on Probably a TV. Bonus wings. Yeah, he, he was, he was uh, he was delayed hey, by like hey. five or ten seconds and after someone Sometimes scored. Bloody. After bad. so after right after someone scored, you just heard yeah or yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, we would great. all be like, oh man, that was wild, and then you would hear Moxie twenty seconds later. Fine. Everybody <laughs> says, wait for it. Oh shit! What are they doing? What is what is? <laughs> he he was also rooting for Phase. So yeah, yeah, I, I was rooting for Phase along with Moxie. I, I had I had a big G two cope here, but. <clears throat> A lot of people. Do. I still thought Liquid was gonna win for some reason. When in that semifinal, I thought all of a sudden it was gonna be a reverse sweep uh, against the mm. uh, against K Corp. But but then then again, I didn't. After going up three games, it, the chances of you winning are literally zero. Statistically, <laughs> Rocket League has some very interesting trends. It it's does. like the team that scores first wins not always the ones that take the first game are very high percentage and the first team to three when it's a best of seven almost always win. i don't know what the percentage is now but there was one of the lands where it was like every single tournament or every single match whoever was first to three games won no matter what it was crazy i think just too much momentum at that point you have the yeah. momentum and hype versus the nerves of having to now reverse sweep or just win at that point. I mean, I can't imagine being on a main stage at that point too. You know, risking risking it all, about to lose it all to K Corp of all people too. <laughs> like, the blue wall, wall, baby. The blue wall and NA did show up. They did. Yeah. They did. It was now, it was it was definitely a good land. I would say. Moving on to the winner of the bracket, the only reason he won is because K Corp won the finals. Frost was up one point. And the only reason he was up one point is because in round one, he got one extra one correct. Yep. So, but I also had Jinji in the finals. I do think they should have beat FaZe, but Karma you know, it is well. what it is. Yep. So, yeah, I did too. I wish they yeah. would have. I really do. But, Look at that I complexity mean, I, in the semis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely underest underestimated complexity for a, for a little bit. I didn't think, I, I know Pioneers have been around for a while, so I, I gave a little underdog cope. Um, Overall, I mean, I don't like just picking main stats based on the, what we've seen because land is, for one, a totally different beast to tame for certain players, as well as uh, just how they are on the day. I feel like Rocket League is one of the main sports that feels like you can expect a team to show out, and they just don't. Yeah, it just happens. I would agree. Like it's whoever, you know, whoever's like, on that day, even if the other team on paper is better. Right. As as to show uh, oxygen. On paper, this is a this is a semifinal team. 
they just don't make the semifinals, even in their own region, for some reason. And that's, Let's yeah, so. Underdogs. <laughs> some will blame Jorius's haircut. But the thing is, um, now that K-Corp won this region, or this, uh, the split, uh, this whole major, they are not going to win Worlds. I'm calling it here now. You don't think K-Corp is? Nope. K-Corp will not win Worlds now. Well, that's because V1's going to. Ooh, they might. Ooh, after, they might. You're right after Justin transfers in uh, right before. You're right. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, we'll it's our interesting. Like, later. <laughs> there's not a ton of like the quote unquote dynasties that happen in Rocket League. Usually, you'll have a team take like one uh, major and then a couple of tournaments and maybe another major or whatnot. But you like you usually don't have a dominant performance over a long period of time for Rocket League teams. Like look at Gen G. They were insane for how many, like three, four tournaments. And then all of a sudden in the last few, they've really dropped it. They like they've been getting out. beat by teams and people have been figuring it out and everything. And now K-Corp, like for a while, Liquid was figuring them out pretty well in their own region. And the, you know, now they just battle back and forth. And I almost wonder, like they're kind of at the top of their game. Are they going to stay on the top of the game or are they going to start to decline like Rocket League teams usually do? Which is why they're, I their average can do roster it. age is what eighteen now, so they're almost aged out. Yeah, I was about to say. I think it comes down <laughs> to <laughs> they're almost grandfathers. Finally getting, finally getting their permit, and then now it's basically time to retire. Um, no, I mean it, a lot comes into it. It comes down to you know mental game comes down to especially if you are winning, how much you want to, how hungry you are to continue that. Obviously, I'm sure they still want to win, but you know that how how much you're grinding, how much effort you're putting in to keep up with mechanics. Like, I mean, there's, you know, a whole list of things that come down to how long you want to be on top or just new talent coming in that just, you know, they, they figure out your game because they've seen it for so long and they're just doing it better. And that's that's kind of the rotation of Rocket League, I'd say. It feels. Uh, a, bit, a big congrats to Karma. He did this bracket, I think, before all of us. I think he did, like, what, a week oh, yeah. earlier before all of I us? I speed ran it. And he got it all like he basically got it all right, but uh, the the liquid I was I was kind of expecting liquid to fall off a little bit. They did a little bit better than I expected. I thought secret was gonna flip it for the group, and then I would have had uh, G two beating them in the bracket, but they ended up winning their group and then cruise into the the semis. So that was one of the main that and crew crew messed me up. I thought they were gonna be bounced out of groups. Now... They surprised me, but. After the going over the brackets here, we have everyone had picked a top play. Um, someone picked two. You'll find out. So. Well, I mean, technically, Frost picked. Three. I picked three. Well, all of us. We narrowed person. it down to one. We narrowed yeah, it down yeah, yeah. to one. Yeah. Uh, For, before we go over the big plays, can we get an answer from each of us real fast? What was your favorite matchup of the the event? Nope. Because mine so was that was played. Mine was K Core versus Liquid. That was such a fun match to watch. I think a lot of people can agree to that. I think people were hoping Liquid came out swinging a little bit quicker, um, to make it just even more spicy. But that was that was a good match for sure. Um, I have mine. I liked. Yeah, I got mine. Uh, honestly, and I mean, I kind of want to give them props just to make Karma angry, but also we can't deny it. Watching phases of defense in a lot of these games. Oh my god. We're we're insane. Yeah, missed. Um uh, and he's a literal missed, wall. Dude. I mean, you know, so 
I that's the kind of Rocket League I love watching. I like watching. I, obviously, it's fun when people are scoring back and forth, but I like seeing very wild shots. You know, about to go in, and then it's just scooped up at the last second. It's it's I love it. It's so intense back and forth, especially in OT when it and it comes down to so much. Um, I can't think of a, a super favorite though, off the top. Um, I'll, I'll I'll just say this real real quick. Uh, <laughs> so, as the person here who only watched very few amount of matches and not every single match, uh, I did manage to watch Carbine Corp versus Liquid, and of course the Grand Final, and I think I watched Phase versus Gen G. I want to say. Uh, probably my favorite would just be the grand final. I know it's kind of like a cop out answer, but that was like the f- like match that I came in and like it kind of just first started. And it was know. it was a good series overall. Yeah, I mean, it ended was. very unfortunate, but it was a uh, it was very back and forth. Yeah, for the most part, no, for I, sure. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, honestly, little spoiler alert: the final match has my best play in it, or my favorite play, I guess you should say. But yeah. Mine would probably be grand final. For me, I'm going to say it was uh, phase versus complexity. Because I feel if complexity won that, they would beat K Corp. But since phase just has their number, I don't think phase has lost to complexity ever since complexity moved to NA. Yeah. I wouldn't quote me on that. I, I, just, I just don't think this season they have, actually. So just to pick some different, because I think I would go K Corp Liquid as well. That, that, that series was, was wild. Um, I'll probably go with, it's, I don't know. I mean, when there was the, because I went back and watched, I was talking about the falcons Jinji game. Um, that, was that, was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I, I, I like watching teams just pop off when they can, especially if you don't get to see them often, especially, you know, OCE regions or other regions outside of NAEU. Uh, you don't get to see them do that too often. So uh, I might go with that one, actually. That was a good pick. Going up 2 0, then getting 7 0'd. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something. This is Gen G. That's all I got to say. There were, there were so many really good matchups, and like I was just DMing people, are you watching this match right now? Yeah. It was wild. There were so, even like the group matches, the, the quarters, day ones, all that. There were so many really good matches throughout. This was a great tournament to watch. Yes. One of the best. I, I give it top five. Um, Frost and I went to the Winter Major last year when it was in LA, and like that event was cool to watch. And and Team Queso, who ended up becoming Moist, they were popping off like crazy, winning all the fifties and all their matches, and surprised everyone. There was a lot of good matches at that event, but I think this one was way better. I would have loved to be in the crowd for this one. Yeah, it was. It was great. It was. A good I mean, crowd. it comes down to. It comes down to who you're repping, though, too, you know? I mean, if your favorite team isn't playing there, it only matters. So, you know, we still all, all enjoy just good Rocket League at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously it means more whenever it is your team up there, actually. You wanting them, you wanting a team to win, you know? I didn't root for, I, I'm, a, I'm an NRG fan. My Cope game is, is immaculate. Uh, but soon to be, a, you know, repping V1 even harder. I do have merch already from, from the other one <laughs> I attended. So I can, I can proudly yeah. rep V1 safely. Um, v, V1 supports their org in a really good way. Like at that event that we were at, they were one of the only organizations that were out in the crowd 
getting people hyped up and like giving out merch and stuff. And it just seems like they run a really cool org. So I'm, I'm excited for Daniel to go over there. Yeah. But it was, it was a good time now, overall though. I do believe this is bees's play first. It here. is. <laughs> so we'll take, we'll, we'll take a, a little listen here. Back final 10 seconds. Atachi off the ceiling. He's going for the win. He gets mm. that one through. Exotic to finish. No, not the best touch, but Tira! So good. This is what uh-huh. won K Corp the whole A-Tira! the whole tournament. M- I, I will I will easily say that this is why K Corp won. Is this goal. It wasn't it I... wasn't the other one we're gonna get into. But... The See... belly bump. My my Belly thing bump. is, I saw that and I was like, "That's pretty fucking cool." I can't do that. Just like <laughs> half of these other goals inside the entire. Tournament. How about that all was, of these other goals? <laughs> that was pretty. Like, there was there were some really good, significant goals in that matchup, and that was definitely one of them. Especially in that turning point where it's two two. Whoever wins that game most likely is going to win the event. Zero uh, seconds. So that one was cool. Plus, yeah, like, was a lot. There, was a couple zero seconds. There was what was that like a ceiling touch off the wall pass to Vatira who did what he did? So good. And Vatira just See, had a I little. I think also like just me watching it. However, like I didn't even think, oh, that's a pass. That was like a shot on goal, and then it could have just missed. But then you know they edged it in there. I think Vatira put it in there. I want to say. Yeah. yeah, I think first killer actually flipped the wrong way here. I think this could have been saved, but also Sipical. Run it back, run it back, run it back. Because Sipical. has such an interesting touch on that. Because Sipical had a huge whiff right right here, but I don't I don't know. Because I, I, I still feel like First Killer still could have got this, but he flipped straight instead of flipping left. Which but he had so, you have, so you have Itachi on the back wall passing it out. And then you have exotic hitting that touch. Is did that it get gets 50. blocked? It okay, miss so that's blocks a block. that. All right. But then Vatir is just here in the middle. But again, I don't, I don't, I don't know where Sipical. I don't know. Sipical. If yeah, Sipical, he's trying to do that. If Sipical gets out if, of the goal. If Sipical gets a fifty on on the first ball, I don't. That this doesn't happen. I think I think Sipical was the most upset here, but Atachi did get a flip reset over on him. Yeah, that's what's so cool about these Rocket League goals is because you can pull it back two or three different moments before to find out like what really caused it. And yeah, like you said, had that been fiftyed off that back wall and cleared, none of that would have happened at all. But yeah, any any possible things like. Even that fifty right there with exotic and mist, had that gone a little bit in a different direction, it died. It's oh. it yeah. went. It didn't go anywhere. Unsurprisingly, actually. But and if first killer's a little bit more accurate on that out of the goal try- attempt, or a like, little faster. So many little things to come together. And we got my top play here. No, I mean this is from group stage. No, I don't think anyone else had a, a group stage pick, but. I don't know. I just thought this, and I just like I can never do this. I'm just kind of the same with the bees here. I will never be able to do this. I don't care how many more hours I put into this game. I will never be able to do this. Team secret. They don't allow a whole lot of goals per game. They're a tough nut to crack. And honestly, you may even need some of that physicality. Oh, I love ceiling plays. Mm, ceiling musties, baby. Uh, with another, mm, it's so good. So, so hard to do. Then the redirect. 
perfect a perfect shot into the yeah. top right and so who you giving more credit for here oh the, the, the setup the, musty, the shot the musty for sure musty uh, yeah, but the I mean, shot i would say, so i would good. easily say the shot was harder because he had plenty of time to get that musty right yeah, to, to come off of the ceiling and orient your car in such a way that you can still get that musty is so sick so that's realized side note you have my cam flipped on stream how dare you all right it's fine it's not me <laughs> oh yeah he does <laughs> all right next clip what i you gotcha got? who is gotcha. uh we got frost here next actually uh liquid versus vitality here well let me let me uh also disclaimer i, I posted three alpha 54 clips because this man popped off in all three of them and he, he finally I have a got reason why we finally got to one on why I picked it. So, all right. Pushes Vitality off the ball, even getting stopped. But here comes one more. It's out of 54. It's so good. Ah, uh, like I said, the like, the sole reason of, of him this? hitting it off—that's my. But that's right there. The fact that he read that into it's like, I think the a couple of the other ones probably comes out a little bit better like the the ground pinch shot was just nasty but just him reading that hits into a double tap is just mm, position it's... yourself up the wall to the ceiling to get the interception and then to put it perfect spot off the backboard for the double touch zero yeah. boost and, when he was and to go yeah. off of Oski. yeah we're yeah, we not even not mm. even mentioning yeah it's yeah that's that's he why only i have 40 boosts going up on this wall yep I don't know. I'm, I'm not even comfortable with 40 right there. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying he's. I would never be even comfortable with 40 boost. See, watching all of these just again cement the undoubtable, undoubtable skill of any of these players, but also just cements. I can never do this whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, well, you this can is after the result 10, of 10, hours. 12, 15,000 hours. Do you have any game like if your top three games? Do you have ten thousand hours in, in all three of them combined? Technically, yes. Kind of. I think only Chicago has ten k right now. Well, Reddles has. Wait, 12. are you talking about? You talking about? You don't think pros have more? I've seen plenty I, of pros with more than ten. On average, yeah. I think it's around seven to seven to eight right now. But then again, they're putting in one hundred twenty a week, so that will change. Yeah. Right. I was just watching a Reddles stream a couple of days ago, and he was saying he had twelve thousand. Damn. And he Random, has zero baby. high fives. I think he had two. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. We have zero. He has two. Yeah, <laughs> say we have zero. And he has We've triple my hours. That. Triple my hours. Yeah. So, I guess you should be better. And we got Karma's absolute. This is this is a beautiful play by Viteri here. Low boost for every is this belly bump? There was there was a few Viteri ones I really wanted to go through, but this one I love because Itachi goes up the wall, fakes it, gets the bump. Batira freaking slaps it off the belly onto the wall, corners it, top corner. Yep. So good. Flip reset it, beautiful. Like perfect team play, takes out the two defenders and the goal is so good. I it, the, I would give more credit to um actually Atachi on us. Dude, if his he play does is not insane. get this bump, like just just think if he doesn't get that bump, I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. His bump, like, yes, he set up the pass. He gets it past one and bumps but another most players, Most players would try and go for that touch after they went off the ceiling. They wouldn't think to 
fake the touch to go for a bump like he did. It, I mean, there's a lot of understanding of boost, how much boost you have, mm-hmm. and and understanding that in the moment, and also being able to um, you know communicate with your team like, oh, I'm I don't have this. So then you know, Vaddy comes up, boom, boom, diddly doom, hat, baby. But Tyrion yeah. has boost left after this whole play. He still so has good. boost left. Yeah, I mean, once you get the flip reset, I mean, you can use that to whatever you're liking, you know? So, it's, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful plays. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Then, um, Karma's a... And then the best play in the whole <laughs> tournament! Oh, first killer is the John Stockton of Rocket League. Now, what's great here, but you guys probably can't see this, uh, Zat underscore D, at everyone, what is first killer's decal? I don't think it's gonna matter. I don't think you want to rep him after this play, I'll be honest. I uh, he'll bounce back. I mean, his his face says it all. Look at this. Oh, right. Oh my God. Oh no. Right there. This is the best pass oh, I've ever seen in World Series. Let's history. let's slow this down. I want to break down how the ball did this. Obviously, he just he like spun. You know, he he rolled into it to just yank it so, up. So- but. Let's look at where are the other players, right? So Mist and Sipical are both coming back, right? Yep. They're, they're mid, midfield. So they're, they're midfield. They're going to the corner. Both of them are going to corner because they both end up there. So you have first killer going up the wall because he recognizes where it's coming. He tries to clear it out, hits the middle of his card and send it up to the ceiling. Neither of his two teammates are back yet. Easy. Easy. I mean, there's money. okay. Uh, how much boost did he have? Zero. When he hit this, yeah, he had zero. zero. So that's that's probably why. Because normally you would try and like do a little <sighs> bounce and then no. like and then grabbing, you know, trying to clear it by like well, flipping he, into he it afterwards. Boosted to get to the ball. Right. He right. Did, of course. That's what yeah. you're asking. No, what I'm saying, but post that because typically you'll try and like stop it. You'll just hit, you know have the ball hit you and then you'll come off the wall and try to carry it and or flip into it to get an, a different type of clear as opposed to just flipping into it immediately to get it clear that way. Um, also, look at. But yeah. I understand Mist is gonna. See, there's Mist. He's right I there. I understand that he's getting this clear, but Sipical's also not even back yet. See, I... had had he done, what I'm thinking is he's going up that wall because if you look at from first killer's perspective, mm. the ball's coming here. If he hits it off the corner of his bumper there, he shoots that ball out to where Sipical is towards midfield. Yes. For that clear, great play if he can get that, but he misses. That's so yeah. rough. One of the best passes. And then look at his faces. Let's get a nice slow motion reaction on first killer's face. <laughs> oh no, it's... no. He's just as soon as soon as he hit that ball, he he knew. Oh, head is in hands. Oh, he's in shambles. Second, Man, pain, second killer it is. What do you what do you think they're <laughs> thinking there? Outside of outside of FK, what is Mist and Sipical thinking? Like how do you how would y'all handle this moment? Look at, look at the little side eye. Did you see the side eye he gave him? How do you handle this moment? I'm a, if so, I'm first killer, I'm like, I just gave the ball and we lost. Well no, I mean but that's we other, see other, that clearly. The other two, but I as 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 a teammate of first killers, if you were a teammate of FK's, what would you be saying right now? Well, I like, mean you have to reflect that. Like, okay, as Dom was just saying earlier, Mist is back now. So right. Mist is probably thinking to himself, Okay, I was expecting him to hit that. I didn't position myself for the worst case scenario. Sipical's not back yet, and so he's probably thinking, 
I also didn't position myself for the worst case scenario. But that's kind of like the job of the second and third man, right? One is going for best outcome possible. The other one's playing for worst outcome possible. And neither of them were there for the worst. So my perspective on, like, say, that entire play right there, um, say if I was first killer, I would immediately be like, well, uh, as Dom kind of said, GG boys. I lost this match. Yep. Literally. I'm I'm done. Uh but in like a say cuz my main aim of pro choice quote unquote would be Counter-Strike, I would again would say I'd lost this match right there, but then also my teammates then have the complete understanding right to be like you're done. You're kicked from the fucking team. What happened? It's first killer. Yeah. So yeah, he's instead, player on the team. like depending on standings of of said player or whatever it it will differ say for me like say if i was in first killer's position i would just be like i would also then say for his teammates because as we saw in clip like mist kind of went in the way he thought that the ball was going to go because this is from again a outside outsider looking in I would say Mist thought, oh, the ball's going to land right here so I can get it away, but it just didn't work out yeah. that way, so on and so forth. It was going to be a pass. But also at the same but, part, yeah. I'm now thinking my teammates have this. They have my back, and it it could be a fault on just first killer. It could be the fault on the entire team, teammate. So at the end of the day... Look, here, yeah. here's the thing. It's not on first killer alone. Like, yeah, that was a big blunder. He screwed up that touch. That's on him. Sure. That's one play throughout the whole entire series, though. I would say without him. Yeah. Without him and his insane amount of saves and Mist's insane amount of saves and all of their shots and scoring and everything, they wouldn't have even been in that position. So people can clown on him as much as they want to. I can clown on him as much as I want to because I hate FaZe and all that. When it comes down to it, first killer overall played insane. Yes. Missed yeah, played no, insane. No, like, yeah. it was crazy. That was such a good matchup. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate. And we, we all, regardless how we feel about teams, want just to watch good Rocket League at the end of the day, especially if there's no stakes in it for us, if we don't care about the teams to begin with. Like, you know say, what I mean? Say for me, like, it, if it was just like a blowout, I would be like, Oh. Yeah, it's boring. Nobody wants yeah. that. We all want game like, sevens. I, I even or do that, like, Counter Strike. Say if I'm rooting for a team, if it's a good matchup, I'm just like, I want it to go the distance or like go overtime, something like that. Which that is one thing that I like about Rocket League is every single match. Sure, in Counter Strike, every single match has the option to go for overtime, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Where you could have ten games of CS. Two two of those maps can go into overtime or some or something like that. With Rocket League, every single one since you know teams aren't scoring like say ten points to zero or whatever, like it can be a close match every single game. And say if it's best of seven, you can just go straight into overtime. Right from that. So yeah. I mean, you can you can always fun. say like, okay, we lost the first game, but losing the first game in Rocket League. Uh, Karma, you probably know the stats. It's, it's, I think it's like 55%. You're probably going to win. Yeah. And if you go down 2-0, you're in trouble. Like, you're screwed. Luckily, for, for, for FaZe, they came back and won the next game. So it was tied 1-1. And at that point, you kind of, like, reset it all. Yep. 
you know? yeah they both they both took timeouts after um their second game loss a piece because yep. k corp also took a timeout and so. see like for me again be, being an outsider of it is for again i, I relate everything counter-strike it's always best of three sometimes there's a best of five this best of seven though i feel like you know say you're it's a best of seven and you're up three zero right say if you lose one match at least for me looking in it's not that bad to say oh i just lost a match and say a best of three to where well fuck i now like it's either a we lose and we're out of tournament or b we win and we succeed forward unlike say the grand final where it's a best of seven and i think even quarters and semis and quarters were best of seven as well which How many rounds did they play in those matches? Uh, for CS, it's best of. So, score would be first 16. to sixteen. Yeah, for, first to sixteen. First to sixteen. Sixteen mm-hmm. rounds. Okay. So, yeah. it's like an yeah. hour. So there's a match. lot going on there, so it's it may like, be yeah. best of three, but sixteen rounds, right? So it's uh, like that, each one of those, like a whole match, is very very significant. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Whereas exactly. in Rocket League, like. Yeah. You're playing a best of seven, and it's, there's no rounds. It's just like that's one yeah, game, yeah, boom, yeah. best of seven. That that's why, like, kind of say as I said before, like if you're up three zero, you drop one map. Mind you, it could mess you up for the entire series. But if you drop one, you're just like, okay, we have that little like you know, wiggle room where we could take it next map, or say since we dropped this map, like you know just calm reset take a time out something like that and then come back where in counter-strike if it goes over time then it's more than 16 rounds you're already playing one map for a fucking hour and you're done i mean chat i i'm I'm not you already know they're gonna make fun of you chat i know (laughs) (laughs) like like you 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 already know this but I mean, even with timeouts in Rocket League, you take a timeout, you more likely to win the the next game. That's just like how it is. But K Corp, wild to me. It is K Corp set the record for most Brazils in a Rocket League major. <laughs> I think they had three. Was it three or four? I think three. Well, think they had three. three official Brazils, but then the one against Phase was just a seven zero. It was seven zero, like. To score seven zero on another pro team that's also rated as number one in their region, insane, insane. That's so okay. Do we put that on? They should be embarrassed. (laughs) Do we put that on Kaiba Corp for just being too good? That's what I call him. I call him Kaiba Corp. Um, you put it on on K Corp for just pop it off that round because you don't see it often well you have the best we... offensive and i would i mean sometimes defensive he's not if when he was on moist he was the best defensive player but you have that those three vatira tachi and exotic easily the i would say the best strikers right now yeah besides but against Liquid. a team that's the thing i was against a team that has really good defense and is considered a well, wall in a lot of cases they, they say defense wins championships but I don't. I don't really believe that for Rocket League. <laughs> if you score I mean, one on the and you hold, if you hold the one goal so, lead. That's just how it is. So on average, first killer, first killer for the entire tournament that he played, thirty-one games. 
had 2.23 saves per game. He had more than missed, I believe. Which is the most in the tournament, except for someone who played 10 games and had 2.3. But no one else came close to first killer in the amount of saves. I was about to say, doing had. 21 more games is in, is yeah. and still having that stat and basically being close. Is, is Mist wild. averaged 1.97, which is more than Vatira, who had 1.86. So uh, FaZe had two players who were at the top of the leaderboards in saves per game. Mist had more clutch tournament. saves. He did. I will, I will give Mist that. That's why he won um, Savior of the Tournament. He mm. had the most clutch saves of the whole entire tournament. But, uh... It's wild. We are, we are going to jump in. There's, there's, there's some good amount of questions here. First question, I would say. Should energy make a change? <laughs> this is directed uh -huh. at someone. <laughs> I'll let Karma go first. And who should oh, it be? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So first thing you have to look at in RLCS, and one of the things that I noticed when I first started watching, because I... I wasn't even a, a fan of Rocket League at all until Frost brought me into the game and started having me play it when it went free to play on Epic. Uh, so that's what, two, two and a half years now, I think, something like that. Um, so I started watching RLCS a little bit there. And the first thing I noticed was how young the players were. I think it's the only esport that allows players to start in the, yes. in the league at the age of 15, which there's been a lot of debate of if they should raise the age. And I absolutely think they should raise the age. For yeah, sure. they should. School's so uh, important at that. Yeah. So you have a lot of players that are 15 years old coming in crazy amounts of skill, uh, 16 years old, 17 years old, whatnot. And a lot of the players that are retiring are retiring at the age of 19, 20 and whatever. NRG now has one of the oldest rosters in RLCS. It's just mm -hmm. that's just the gist of it. They have one of the oldest rosters. So um, those guys are losing their edge. Frost and I were watching some of their gameplay just to kind of see like what what's actually their problem and it's it's tiny tiny little things it's reaction time it's 50 angles um it's missed touches so they'll go for a play they'll miss the touch they want or they'll go to defend and and challenge somebody and the 50 will go in a different direction or they'll lose the 50 it's all the little tiny tiny things that other teams are just nailing and picking up super fast and i think that's the main difference of it so if i had to say I would say, yes, make a change and start doing it player by player. Take one player and replace them with a, a, a younger talent. At this point, maybe that's Justin. Maybe that's Squishy. I would keep Garrett because Garrett seems to be like the most level-headed coach kind of player that can keep yep. other players together as glue. Um, but I would take, I'd bring in one of these young guns and try and make something happen. Maybe one of the guys that are already coming in that haven't really gelled with their current team, like Aqua or, you know, one of the other super new guys that just haven't had the success of someone like Daniel has or Vatira and uh, bring them in and, and see if they can gel with the other two. And if that seems to not work out, replace the second one, but they got to do something. Before I jump over, his his statement sparked a new question for me real fast, which is why do you think the age limit should be raised? There because is so the reason the why the reason why I ask me... okay the reason why I ask real fast is because I if I was a sixteen year old fifteen or sixteen and I seen the the pros twenty to twenty three 
and you're just blatantly better than them. <laughs> you know, I feel like it'd be odd because it's not the same as a regular sport where obviously the pro talent, you're not reaching that level until, you know, you're in peak physical condition as you're aging up in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, the, the main thing for me is just look at the behavior and actions of a lot of the RLCS players that are so young. Most of them, you almost don't see any personality at all because these kids are in shell shock. Like they're on camera and they don't know what to do. They're scared. They don't normally stream. Like Daniel doesn't put out YouTube videos. He doesn't normally stream. He's just like, he's there to ball and that's all he does. Right. Right. That's so right. I think that, and, and, uh, AppJack actually is one of the biggest proponents of this yep. is the idea is raise the, raise the age and grandfather people that are already in so that they, you know, they don't get kicked out or anything, but allow players to mature allow players to get that life experience one go through the school stuff they need to go through and get through all that but to learn you know become the person they're going to be before they're thrust into the spotlight there's a reason that nba stopped allowing players to go straight from high school into the nba and requiring college there's a reason the nfl requires players to be out of high school for a certain amount of years before they can go in there. It's not because physically they need to have their bodies strengthened or anything, which obviously helps, but it's, it's that maturity level, the mental and how much of a toll this kind of thing takes on people. That's fair. So, no, so, and so Ego, nothing related yeah. to just like skill. Oh, that's the thing too, as we talk about, there's just a lack of personality because they're just, they're they're still shaping themselves you know what i mean afraid of like saying or doing something and you just have you know seventy thousand twitch chatters calling them cringe because they're hyping up their team like you know what i mean and that can that can't take it all so it's strictly so just i just want to clarify on your end just for like mental and just you know age and just how you're handling your personality and such and go, outside going of out it. in the world they they need to experience school school is so important that's what yeah, jack yeah. was talking about there. as well they're going to take these kids and they're going to throw them. The world is at Germany. They don't Imagine even get a being diploma. a 15-year-old kid and all of a sudden having to travel across the world to Germany to perform at one of these events. And not only do you have to perform, but you have to do all these like video recordings for their commercials. You have to meet and greet and do all these things. At 15 years old, I wouldn't have been able to handle that very well. No, I agree. I, I think it's also with like just age because, again, I as I said earlier, I relate a lot of shit back to CS. CS has like, yes, it has these super young players and everything, but also they they are streaming, they are creating content, everything like that, which I feel like it can shape them into being more mature, I guess. Um, but at the same time, they also in Counter-Strike, they have a external service known as Faceit or ESEA, which has these amateur to pro leagues that you know they build themselves up on they actually are in front of playing for a online crowd say on twitch chat everything such as that and i'm trying not to laugh on the debauchery that's going on in twitch chat right now so sorry if i start laughing uh but my thing is i do agree that yes school is important but say for me somebody who was doing esports in in high school like I never, I only got to play in, in front of one lane and immediately got like kicked out of the tournament. But even then, it as as Carmen said, it is a bit shell shocking. Where I'm just like these people, like you know the fifteen twenty people in some weird hotel convention room sort of thing, 
are watching this Counter Strike land that literally was like thousand to. I mean, you're young, especially if your yeah. parents are your your. You don't have a, a good amount of guidance on exactly. So and that. like, yeah, that's big. see that this thing like I feel like for everybody, it's a bit different because like my dad, he he always taught me um. He he always taught me to what what's it called like kind of just talking about stuff and everything and like he he's a big talker with people, so I could do it more than say one of my best friends in high school, which was kind of like kind of an introvert to where he really doesn't like talking in front of people and like he did streaming but like in front of a big setting he he could never do anything like that so car in in that sort of sense karma is correct to where. If you do raise it to 18, they have that sort of like, you know, school speeches or whatever, and then they can like, you know, they're out in the world now. So I do agree. But at the same time, however, some people may have that advantage more more than others, you know? No, I was just curious on his take. Yeah. You know, as a whole. Uh, But back to other esports are 17, like. Some some leagues have different rules per country. Like I think uh, the Apex ALGS is like sixteen, unless you're from like Russia and Japan is like seventeen or eighteen or something like that. So it's a little bit older. I think league is what seventeen. Overwatch is eighteen. I yeah, think. I want to say Counter Strike, if I'm not mistaken, is seventeen. I I want to say I I could be wrong, but I want to say is uh, yeah, and that's still young at heart too. You know, think about when you're seventeen or we're all seventeen, mm-hmm. like. You know, we're we're a little more our heads on our, our shoulders a little bit more. Yeah. But you're still and also you know. because for me, like watching say Counter Strike, there's Face It League, there's you know, ESL, everything like that. There's different tournament organizers. For Rocket League, is it just one organizer for just the entire thing? Yeah. Psionics so manages the that, RLCS stuff. I know, say for E League, which was broadcasted in Michigan, or sorry, not in Michigan, sorry, in the US, that had a age limit that was, I want to say, different than the actual, uh, what's it called? Than the actual. Oh, yeah, actual tournament itself or tournament yeah, league that, rules. Yeah, than the actual, like, other ter- tournaments and everything because they're getting broadcast on television. Uh, right. So on, so I would like to that. see more. I mean, I'd you yeah. know it'd be it'd be cooler. It wouldn't feel like, <laughs> like I said, what Karma said. All you know, if you're if you're pushing twenty plus, you're basically an elder in in a Rocket League community. Like, and it's it's wild to think about. You can't even legally drink yet, but you're ready to retire. It's yeah. it's kind of wild. Um, like most of the most of the teams that were in the bracket the upper bracket, like uh, quarters and semis, their average age for their roster uh, is 17, 18 years old. And uh, I think, um, I want to say K-Corp, Vatira is 16. I think the other two are 19 and 20. Phase is like 16, 17, and 19 or something like that. Yeah, it's just crazy. Definitely on the younger uh, side. Back to Squishy getting replaced. Yeah, back to Squishy. So I... I, I heard a, a this topic of conversation came up on First Touch at one point, and I was listening in. And shockingly, which is saying this, I feel like could could remove all credibility or all whatever, but hearing T-Bates and his reason actually swayed me a little bit on why I actually don't think NRG, sh- NRG should bother making a change. And the reason why I feel that they don't is because I don't think bringing in a new player is going to elevate them like you would expect. Because... 
it, it still comes down to how they play as a whole. I think what Karma said would make the most sense of like keeping Garrett on and just replacing the other two. But I think it's either replace majority of the roster or just let them fizzle out until they either retire or just say, heck it, we're finally branching on. But just bring it on a single player, I don't actually think. While I, I never thought Squishy was a great fit for how Garrett and Justin play and for what Squishy can do, um, I don't think bringing on, you know, just somebody new who has potential is going to bring them to that level that we want. I don't think it's the case. I think they, I don't think they'll still play as a team like we would, like we would like. I think it would still just be a lot of 1v3s into nothing. And, <laughs> and Squishy's a bit stuck on that season six flip reset, but. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I would like to see it, but the thing is, is, and we talked a little bit about this, uh, post is i or you know pre precast is i i'm a fan of players so i'll still root for justin wherever he goes i'll still root for garrett wherever he goes so it's not nrg as a whole at that point but um yeah i don't think i think it's time to just branch out yeah. either get them on different teams i think they are average age is 21 so squishy and garrett are both 22 and justin is 20 yeah but justin and if you listen to justin about... talk yeah. he hates rocket league and is the most washed person he, he, ever he hates <laughs> it but he's still a top five player yeah. for na i you don't think he's top five for na yes for na still mm. still is i think his mechanics still hold up 100 percent. i think especially yes. compared to the three on nrg i think justin still is 100 percent the most mechanical consistently um but yeah it's it's just you know it's i don't think it's gonna matter i don't we can take zen since i know he's like supposed to be this prodigy you put even you put zen on nrg if they're not playing as a team and you know, he can, you can only have one person do so much by themselves. Obviously they're still really good players, but I, I don't think they, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's just washed up. I don't want I don't like saying that because they're still miles ahead of a lot of comp of players, but as a team, they just don't, I mean, they're not meshing. They've, they're not meshing. I mean, you've, they've, they've been around forever. Every, every team coming in has seen what NRG is capable of and what they do. And they just shut them down not almost instantly, but pretty close to pretty easily. You you just read them midfield, and that's about it. Like, because they just go for off-the-wall solo plays half the time. With, and it's like, with, all right. With the Rocket League being such a strong game of frames, like pixel by pixel, if you're not perfect, you're not getting the ball to go your way. It's so important to be, like, have those super quick reactions, to have the mechanical ability to like do those things look at how often those guys pre-read plays and go for 50s that you would never even think to go for it's insane so when you have nrg going for those a little bit too slow or at a little bit weird angle and losing it as often as they do you just gotta chalk it up to like you know maybe their reaction times are a little bit slower maybe these other guys that are younger are just better i mean look at how nrg and phase used to compete with each other all the time NRG dominated for so long. NG2. And every time they played <laughs> FaZe and all these other teams, they dominated them. And then it flipped. And now they can't beat them at all. Same yeah. players. They just can't beat them now. So, yeah. I mean, uh, but there's so much that rides on that. Mental. Uh, how, how you're feeling about your team as a whole. What, what we're doing wrong. If, it, if it's a coach issue, which they got a new coach and I was hoping things turned around there. And just being like, all right, y'all clearly are, you know, what worked three seasons ago is obviously still not, not working now. Like, it's not season well, 10. That, right. Uh, well, you know, 
Like, so it's, it's, there's so much to it as opposed to just roster change, roster change, you know, roster move, bring on somebody new. Cause it, it could go both ways. Yes. You know, I mean, I think even Daniel is a good example right now of V1 who's sitting decent and how much we truly think, which this might be a question. So sorry if I'm getting ahead, but how much we truly think Daniel will impact V1. You it's a great I mean? segue, Frost. It's a yeah. great segue into the next question. Yeah. So, which Karma well, can then. First, before we go into that, Dom, who do you think? Do you think energy should make a change? Um, personally, and people people might not like this. This whole team needs to disband. They need to go all separate ways. I'm I'm kind of with that, honestly. Because whatever these three are doing and whatever Garrett and Justin had isn't there without Toro Pulso, who retired now. Congrats on that. Oh, so, I mean, I don't know how you win a world championship and go, all right, thanks, thanks. We'll see you later. I don't I They should have never replaced Turbo. And I, I don't think they would have had this issue with Turbo for the next season. I don't know. I, I think they should just yeah. all disband. I, I, I think it's time. I'm, I'm with that. That's basically what I was saying. It's either keep them together and let them fizzle. Or just let them go their the, separate the ways. The three biggest names in Rocket League are on this team. You got you. Imagine how much they're getting paid. I just think it's time. That's all. But then, then now the other the big roster change that did happen was V1, uh, getting Daniel. They picked up Daniel, and that forced Torment to retire, which is great because now we had two retirements in two days. It was just like, like what's going on? But the players that did retire, great careers. Turbo's a goat, even though he's second overall in my my list. But we do have V one going to Daniel. You're... When did when does Daniel go to V one? When did Squishy join NRG? I thought they won a world championship under Squishy. Uh, they won season X, the online era. Yeah, they won the online. But didn't they win season eight as well? With yeah, season with, eight with Turbo. They did that with Turbo. Turbo, they won actual worlds with Turbo, and then no. the next year. There was no in in person thing, so they did an online event because of COVID, right. and they won and they, that. Which they dominated all of that online area. Yeah. So people, that was the one where they're just like, "This doesn't count," or you know, "This doesn't mean as much." Of the course. typical, you know, this and that. But they still won at the end of the day. Yeah, um, because I think they treated wasn't it? They just treated all of NA's region because they didn't obviously want Ping to be a differential. So, you know, they were that was when they were still dominating, and yeah, so they did win. But it wasn't it wasn't a land or it wasn't world championship like the normal that we have. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So. Okay. Oh. And. <sighs> but so, yeah, so I mean, with, with, think, and like I said, do you guys think V one is now elevated to a certain point where they need and they are going to make top four no matter what now in that in this region. With as much as Beast Mode and Daniel have played together and how well they gel together in their twos when they play, I would be shocked if and, and if I think if they don't make at least top four in each of these events, it'll be a a bad performance and a and a disappointment. Ross? Uh I so it I'm I it's intriguing because Calm was originally the one who's gonna be dropped. So I, I wonder if there's any loose, you know, just like feels there still of just like with, you know, like with Kamu, just like how he performed this I past split in the first place. For no, 100%, but it's wondering now because we, like Karma just said, we've seen how Beast Mode and Daniel play. 
is com we have to look at it now is com actually going to be a good third for them no he's gonna as be opposed first man. to right no right i mean third third person oh, yeah, on the you, team is what i mean because we've, i think you know clearly seen yeah i'm i'm hoping that's the case because now it's going to come down to if beast mode and daniel are just showing out people are just going to immediately shift their eyes to, to calm and be like mm, how is he performing is he holding them back which i think he's a great player so i don't think it's the case and like i said i'm, I'm excited to root for v1 coming up um but i think people are going to hold daniel and beast mode on a pedestal regardless now and are just going to glare at calm if anything goes bad is what i think is going to happen so you want to think... comment, uh, bees? Oh, <laughs> uh, what? You want to comment on this? <laughs> yay, <what>? yay, nay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The, yeah. In in simple perspective, Daniel's a really great player. He was on SSG. Um, Number one performed player. well on and performed mm -hmm. an uh, amazing in his first LAN for being such a young age and just performed well across the board. Really great player, and he's now moved to a new team. Yeah. Um, Some people was put doing him in before. like the top five of all Rocket League or LCS players. So I did hear that. So what? One of his teammates, known as Beast Mode, they played together before in twos. They, they play all the time. Play together yeah. in twos. Okay, so and I take it now they're actual teammates. Yep. Yep. So just gathering that and seeing how well he is with how you guys talk about him, then yeah, it seems like a good a, a good thing because. We see it in all sorts of esports to where if you are playing with your friends, besides, except if you are a French Counter-Strike roster, then it's terrible. But if you are playing with your friends in any other sort of thing, it's it works out a lot better than, say, if you are just completely new, you have no chemistry together, and then you're just like, oh, hey, by the way, there's a tournament next week. We need to learn all new strats and everything. At least those two people have played together before, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's going for yeah. what I meant for about just because somebody is top tier talent doesn't mean they're going to blend well in a in a game of threes. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's there's so much more than just one person who's able to pop off in ones or twos. How well they actually treat their teammates in terms of both you know on, on the field and off. So, in fact, yeah. that's how Daniel came into SSGs. He was one of the top ones players in the world. They recruited him, brought him in, and he's like, I don't know how to play threes. And they had to bring him in and teach him. Uh, Arsenal and Rettles had to actually bring him in, teach him how to communicate and rotate. Yeah. And then, you know, after a couple events, they started popping off. I mean, some quick fire. I got, I got like two quick fire questions here. Yay or nay? Oli replaces Astral and Moist. Is this a good change? Just yes or no. Replaces who? Astral. So now it's going to be Oli, Joyo, and Juicy. Yeah. Right. I, I'm i going to go with yes, but I'm also going to ask who who we feel the weakest link on Moist is currently. Right now, And Juicy. if it is even Astral. Juicy. That's what I mean, because Juicy's newer. But he and... is, he's like supposed to be uh, next upcoming. Which is why right. he's probably still there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well Astral's been performing lately. I haven't been keeping up with, with EU as much solo outside of lands. I definitely need to watch more EU again. He's, Astral's at that retirement age. Yeah, I was about to say, Astral's been around for quite some time. So <laughs> I think that just gets in their head. I think they're just they like, oh, snap, I hit, I hit out of my teens. Now I guess I'm bad at Rocket League. Yeah. I don't know. But without, without we'll Rise and Vatira, that team has looked nothing like each other. 
nothing yeah. like their old team. Yeah. So they definitely. And I guess. I guess based going. on that, I guess we need to ask if that was just Vatira, even though I obviously think it was a team. I, mean, I think Rise once, once Rise, dumb, once Rise left, <laughs> they made they made yeah. a, they made a finals and Rise left. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But you also yeah. have the Knights. They do the part the the Rocket League scene. They are completely gone. Um, you also do. Yeah, nice the part turbo. Yeah, we already went over that. Um, then the I, the the very last uh, I guess roster kind of thing besides uh, Furia. We're gonna get into that. Will Zen, the prodigy of <laughs> EU, make his make his statement this next spring. I think so personally. I for think, the entire split. Yes, I think we're. Do- Redosin needs is gonna be replaced, but then again, it's it's probably up to Zen who gets replaced because they're probably gonna just Alpha was the captain. Now it's gonna probably just be Zen. They're gonna play with Zen now, and that's just it. I think Redosin. I, I think it'll I, take a few events. Uh, I I would say towards the end of the split, the team will probably pop off. They might need a couple of events to really figure it out. Okay. I I'm I'm either way on this because I think it can come down to you you're you know they're they're doing their scrims they're doing their performances and you just aren't ready for what Zen can bring to the table, so Vitality just pops off there and then they start getting figured out a little bit. Um, so I feel like it could go that way or the way Karma just stated of, all right, it's gonna take a little bit of t- to get together as long as Alpha doesn't get replaced because the fact that what I've seen from Vitality just this past weekend, I thought looked great, so from from the team plays i've seen of them so as long as i'd say zen alpha and you know i i guess we'll see who they keep on but um no i mean if, if he's as good as everyone states and vitality's already had a lock on him i mean i just i hope the 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 backup he has is there and they can just mesh together they're they're but, all french so it's yeah. not like there'll be any uh issues with that yeah i mean it, it's not going to be a scrub killer situation i i say so, which I feel like I haven't even, I completely forgot about for a short time. <laughs> Scrub hasn't been brought up in, in Scrub quite is, a while. Uh, Scrub is lost. He will never be yeah. found ever again. Right after he won so. the world championship, he was gone. Now, uh, the last roster now. Should Fury just move back or should he just, you know, keep going? Because at this point, I just think Fury just needs to go back to the to the Sam and probably just went over there because they, they clearly cannot do it in NA. It complexity did this and it worked. It's not going to, it's not working for them. I think if they, if they went back to that region, I think they would be very strong in the region and it would make the region overall better. But um, I, I think they should stay. I, I, it's not like they're the bottom of the barrel in this region. They, they're still like, roughly middle of the pack and i i think they could improve and and get to the point where they can be competitive but that being said they could be competitive and elevate their game and challenge themselves and become better players overall and still miss out on the invitationals because they don't earn enough points to win the spots which overall is not as good for them now if they move back to the other region they would make a heck of a lot more money and they would probably almost guarantee themselves a world spot so kind of depends what they want to do do they want to elevate themselves and become better players or do they just want that spot to compete yeah i'm i'm basically with that as well i don't see a point too much aside from if you just want to 
make quicker adjustments now. Like it's like quick money, easy. You you guarantee a spot of worlds, but you're really not actually you're not gonna do anything once you're there. And being being locked into OCE competition versus NA, um, obviously there's drastically it's skewed there. Of course, NA obviously dominates in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I don't think I don't. It's go big. I, I mean, I guess go big or go home is the proper statement here. Um, I think they should just keep working at it. And I don't. Know, I, I don't mean, think they make the worlds or the next major. They. I mean, it's. I mean, at that point, do you ask? Do they just keep the same roster and see what happens? They. They have the or... best three Sam players, and they still aren't getting it done. Yeah. So, if they go back, it's like then what? They get a spot, but. Do they get lucky? I don't think I don't think no. they're allowed to go back and just yeah the think. points. But overall, that that is how how it is looking. So NA is most likely going to get what five, maybe six spots in world. They'll probably get seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. So then, if that's the case, I mean, we're we're almost going to guaranteed to have. I think you're going to have phase you're going to have complexity most likely g2 gen g version one I, like i think that's your probably your top five um it'd be really weird to not see them in the top five outside of that i think they have a really good shot at six seven eight spots you know um optic furia and i don't think ssg is going to be there with the changes that they've had uh, and I don't see any of the other teams over uh, replace them. Like maybe M80 shocks some people. No, I don't think so. Anymore. I think it's just shock not. factor. I think it's like, shock who, who else is going to be games. there, right? Like Dignitas isn't going to do it. Ghost isn't going to do it. Shopify is not going to do it. Who who else is going to take that number six and seven spot other than maybe Fury or Optic? Yep. It's... I think it might be Optic, but. NRG ain't going to do it. You we'll see. So. You say so. <laughs> Let me put that copium on real fast. We'll see. NRG ain't gonna do it. Put it Look, on the board. Man. Look, don't know. No. Take it off. There. I think if they Garrett's keep the same hungry. roster, they will not make worlds. Guaranteed. I. I think it, it. We need to ask ourselves how much they're willing to look at themselves and say we need a game change not a player change a game change yeah, can game we even change. pull it off they're gonna go swap over to apex <laughs> can we pull it off <laughs> is the question let's look at these players who are let's look at phase let's look at Jinji. yada yada what are they doing that we are not and can we even compete with that or can we react to that and that comes down so to for the um the current rankings for the the last event you had phase number one, then complex. This is NA only. Yep. You had phase, then complexity, then Gen G, G2, SSG was top five. So those are the top five. And then rounding out the top 10 were version one, Furia, Optic, Energy, Shopify. I think SSG drops dramatically because they lose Daniel. They're bringing on an unknown factor and they still keep Arsenal on the team, which I think is the main problem of the team right now. NRG's about to be retired. They're too old to compete anymore. <laughs> uh, put some Kopi on for me. I need it. I need uh, it right now. Okay. So since we're talking about orgs, good good segment here, or a good segue by BZK25 here. Which is the best org in Rocket League history? Since we're already talking about orgs. I'll go in first. terms of how well they've done or just who we like? Of all time. 
So, I'm going to go first. Turn, well, Dignitas. Dignitas, Dignitas, put it on the board. Up there, man. On I was going to say Dignitas has to be up there. Number one, Dignitas, doesn't matter. Everyone else can now, suck it. Say, how about, <laughs> so would you guys say, since, again, I'm the outsider of this, I have, I, I know I've seen a lot of dig, you know, highlights, and that I learned today, like right before we even started, Dom literally told me that they are they were one of the best, or they still are one of the best orcs of all time. I guess now, if you guys are all in greens, which which org do you would you want to be up there? Say, like, as Frost said, like, just on paper, or, like, what orgs that we like? So, I guess, like, maybe number, like, one through three, or maybe your number one team or number one org, I, I guess. There's been a lot of in and outs in Rocket League. A lot of teams actually left Cloud9, TSM, um, others I just can't remember off the top of my head. But a lot of teams left because they actually didn't like how poor of uh, exposure and oh, yeah. and how, how psionics. I don't know if it was directly that. I can't remember the letter that they sent. But basically, they didn't like how RLCS was being handled in terms of lack of promotion in terms of like communication between orgs and and psionics and such like it was it was in a rough spot for a little bit and it's still it got better but um you know rlc is definitely isn't growing to that capacity as we would like i would say it's 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 getting bigger but so um that's such an interesting way of thinking about like best org as far as like top performing because you have i would say top performing just uh, like wise in the in a point of, if you look at top earnings throughout the RLCS, you have NRG top, then G two BDS Vitality Dignitas. We also got Dignitas one when the prize pool was like what fifty k to win. Yeah, Dignitas right. has won two world championships. It looks like G two has won one NRG won one LAN and one online championship. So those are kind of like the top five best performing uh, orgs i would love to see a new org come in and shock the world like i'd love to see cloud nine return um i like optic i think it'd be cool if optic became relevant and, and had a solid squad uh, i really want version one to go off i love the way they run their org right now and it seems like it's a it's a pretty solid organization and they really do more or the fans than I see any of the other orgs really do. So I'd love the to money. see them go crazy. They had the money. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, which is nice. Um, I think to to answer, but also sidetrack it, and we talked a little bit about this. I think other orgs need to come in just for more exposure to the to the game. And I think a hundred thieves could do a good job of that. Not not that I want them to be my favorite, but they definitely have a lot of exposure and clout and just you you know you know of them naturally even if you don't watch any esports with them in it um but i i never like i said i'm I'm much more of a i like players i like people who pop mm. off i like people who have good personalities and you know just like that's why i like calm so much which made me like v1 i like the whole mm. they made him a villain of rocket league for a short time mm. of even though he's apparently like a super a super cool and nice dude so i'm i'm with that so i don't just like follow orgs everywhere um is what i'm getting at but at the end, I think Cloud9 would be cool to come back. Um, I did like them a lot. Other than that, I would say that, and then an org that I would just like in the scene would be 100, 100 Thieves. 
which I guess that leads into, I don't know, what the final question, or at least on the wait, sheet. Wait, it's Karma, who, who, who do you think? Here's He's a Cloud9. Cloud9? Who would I want? He wants um, V1 to pop off, but Cloud9. I do want V1 well. to go crazy. I'd love to see them pop off and go crazy. I would love to see Cloud9 return. And as far as current orgs that are real stinky and need to get better, um, I'd like to see Optic go nuts, and I'd like to see Rogue do better. Optic and Rogue, I'd like to see Koi. them improve it's a lot. Koi, Koi now, the reference, I think. Yeah, they are called Koi. I would, I would need to. Yeah, I was about to say that too. I would need to take a look at orgs that just exist, hmm. you know, as a whole, and could even come into the scene. But because this thing is a lot of a lot of way Rocket League works is you just have, you know, people come together as a team with just some you know ridiculous name like little step bros or something and then you know know. get get picked up the peeps and get picked up by an org for a split or for a regional and then you just never see him again you know what i mean it's just like all right okay um but yeah i like i said i i follow players i I, you know so it's it's hard for me to just run with an org and just be by their side the whole time which i think it's something there the next question is i think something that both of you guys touched on i think dom even mentioned as well how do you guys like this is kind of yes or no with like explanation of course do you guys think that rocket league pros need to make content because from what i heard daniel i want to say that i, I want to say you guys said that he doesn't yep. even like do youtube or stream mm-hmm. or anything like that he, most don't a lot yeah. of a lot of players do not me personally knowing again com- coming from counter-strike and just us being fucking streamers and everything like that and like we're making content every single time we go live and shit and also knowing how orgs do content like phase literally does vlogs for their csgo team like each mate or each tournament that they're in they just vlog or like you know their other players are talking about like strats that other teams are using or like watching demo reviews of the community so on so forth where me personally i look at it as say daniel for example right since he's being hyped up to be like a fucking megastar in Rocket League, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. yes, I feel like he should make content because then it gets his name out there more. It gets the org's name out there more. Even though V1 is, in my opinion, a very big org, regardless of anything. But even like people say on G2 phase, everything, I think those pros should just make content regardless of anything. Get their name out there. So say. As we talked about earlier, with the age of retirement, they have something to fall back on and not go to swap to a different game such as yes. As you you need something Apex. to fall back on. Yeah, a lot of a lot of players do go that route. They just don't do it during their pro time. I would say you have Rizzo's, you have the Rizzo's of the world who were a, or were a pro player at one point and then started still streamed and whatnot were like squishy who is a pro player and has been making content for years yep um and it is good for that i i'm i'm mixed on the 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 question itself because if i was a pro player i would want to i i wouldn't want like it's it's good for more revenue for more you know diversity and getting your name out there more exposure but i'm being paid to play rocket league at a professional level and that's that's what I'm being paid to do. That's what I that's my that's what my job is at the end of the day as of now is to be a professional Rocket League player. Um, of course, that doesn't mean you can't turn what you're doing into extra content or streaming it because yeah. Justin does a lot of streaming. For example, he does plays and vibes 
Uh, they don't typically stream scrims and stuff. They'll do six mans on occasion. Um, but it's it could go either. I I think especially being at such a young age that they are. Um, I I still think they should have a life outside of Rocket League. Yeah. And yes. content in general to not hate their the circle that they're in. 100% of the time because even you know they start making content then what like then now they have to feel like they need ideas to to keep it going to to do vlogs yeah. to do this and that and, and that's taken away from what they're being paid to do initially or one thing that content wise that they could do the orgs could make content on right you know what's going on as i said with phase to where not a lot of those CS:GO players in phase stream that much but say one of them rops he streamed that's how he got his name out there and did FPL and everything but now their org is pumping out you know vlogs every single week we have the major RMR going on another tournament every single time phase is in that week a vlog comes out vlog like where I think it'd be it'd be nice it'd be nice to have people hired to do that naturally yeah. without the creators themselves fully doing it. Like for example, NRG actually flew out the team at one point. They went to a like a beach house and they were just that was them personally. They were all recording and having a good time. And mm. that builds a lot of team chemistry. That builds a lot of personal bonding yeah, outside yeah. of playing you, the game. You need that. You need uh, but that. I think it'd also be cool for just the orgs themselves. I think it would be I think this question should actually uh, look towards the orgs yeah. of hiring people to like do behind the scenes of like the team's chilling post, you know, before a land starts yeah. or something. And then also, if you think about it, since Karma, I think you said that age for Rocket League is like 16 or something, right? 15. 15. It, yeah, 15. Sadly. Sadly. I 15. know for Twitch, it's TOS is 14. And I think it's 13. Uh, then what? I think it's 13. Oh, 14, 13. Very, very honestly young to stream, but like I, I still feel like then if the orgs are making content, the players also need to be comfortable with it, which I, I feel like maybe some say if it is, you know, 15 for Rocket League, they still might not be comfortable. Like they kind of want to only show the competitor side in them but also uh, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because say if your org is recording content and you are at this major tournament you want people to be hyped for your individual plays and then also for the org itself to be in say Carmine Corp versus FaZe yesterday you want to be hyped for both teams, just not org name alone or players name alone. You want to be hyped for those individual, you know, players, not just their name. But right. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent and everything, yeah. but also with that age, I know some people, you know, there, there's probably laws in place to where there's a shitload of waivers and legal forms that you need to go through for, you know, a 15 year old to be on camera for like any sort of paid promotion or some shit like that. Say if it was like a, sponsored org video or something i mean yeah. i the way i fall on it is should should rlcs players be forced to create content no no, no. because no one should be and they probably have something in their contract that says they will allow content to be created with them but they're not forced to actually create the content should the players create content though absolutely like number one 
relevancy is such a short time timeline. It's like the life of how relevant you are as a streamer, YouTuber, whatever is usually so short and you have such a small window to really get yourself out there, be discovered. And, and that discovery is such a difficult thing to do. So if those streamers who are on the RLCS broadcast with 80,000 people watching at the world championships and whatnot, if they don't have a place for people to go to follow them on, they just, they lose that opportunity. So I think, yeah, they absolutely should be creating content. Um, number two, Psionics absolutely sucks at supporting <laughs> they're and getting promoting better. and they're marketing their own damn tournament. Yeah, it's it's still, so, even after all this time, it's still pretty yeah. bad. So absolutely, the organizations need to be on top of it and creating as much content to get the word out and get everybody else excited about RLCS. Most of the people who play games don't even know about the RLCS and Rocket League. Like, it's pretty obscure as far as the esports scene goes which is very sad because I think it's one of the most exciting esports to watch. Yes. And that's the problem of Psionics as a whole, the organizations right below them, and then the creators themselves. I mean, you've got players that are active RLCS players that stream and they'll get, you know, two, three, four thousand people watching them. And then there's players that are retire and then they start doing their content creation who only get a couple hundred viewers yeah. watching because they're not relevant anymore. And everyone thinks they're washed up and blah 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 even though they're still one of the best players in the world they're not rlcs ready anymore so they're washed up and nobody wants to watch that so for their own um career success in the content creation game i think there's a huge opportunity for them to make as much as they can and earn as much as they can if they're doing it while they're active in the rlcs but if they're not comfortable doing that then they absolutely yeah. should stay away from it and honestly an another thing is that something just popped in my head a lot of these big orgs, G2, Liquid, Vitality, FaZe, well, FaZe with stock market, well, we're not going to get into that, but, like, all, all these big orgs, I guarantee that they may, or I shouldn't say I guarantee, but they may or may not have enough money laying around to say, say, like, you know, FaZe, for example, or, actually, Liquid is a good example of this. Liquid has dedicated YouTube channels for their esports, or at least I know they have dedicated YouTube channel for their Counter Strike uh, team. In that sort of sense, pay somebody, because I mean, like, Fiverr is a thing and everything, but still, you can pay somebody to edit those, uh, like, edit, you know, highlights and everything of just your team, and it still is getting those players out there regardless of anything. Because at the end of the day, like, say, if you have a Twitter, like, oh, I'm a Rocket League player, okay. But then, you know, your your team is posting your highlights, everything like that. Sure, other YouTubers or, like, just other Rocket League fans are. You can still get some sort of relevancy with that as well, because then, you know your team is shouting out your Twitter. You, everything you still like need that. to have a personality behind it, though, too. Exactly. Which that, At the end of the day. I feel like when... And a lot of them don't. It's the same thing yeah. as going back to half the half the people we watched didn't even shake the crowd's hand as they were walking out. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, it's just like and I know like you, a, like, there's a line of professional versus being not necessarily yourself, but just having some umph behind yeah. where you are and what what's going yeah. on around you right now. I would a hundred percent be hype as hell if I was walking out, 
you know, I'd be nervous as hell too, but oh, yeah. excited to hear anybody chanting my name or my team's name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th this if, is you know. if you, if you go right now and you look at Rocket League RLCS stuff on YouTube, it is shocking how little support there is as far as like what content is out there and then how much people are watching it. Like, for example, the Rocket League Esports official YouTube channel has 550,000 subscribers. Well, there's a couple individual creators that have more than that. Like Squishy, we mentioned Squishy. He has more than double that himself. Yep. The orgs have such a poor amount of support when it comes to this kind of stuff. It's crazy. Like you can't even find half the squads on here. Right. You, ha you have Optic who has not even a tenth of what Rettles has on his own channel. Yep. I mean, going it's, back towards so the sad. question why not stream why not make a youtube channel the more fans you got i feel like if people were cheering my name at a LAN at any event I, that would get me so excited to be on that Wait. stage that would that would make me want to perform better but then again that I puts mean, more how, pressure how on was you was k corp with all that blue wall stuff right right yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean and even even pushing that though too is just like that can also push your relevancy into a new amount of how much you're actually worth. I yeah. would say like Squishy prior to even going to NRG because he has been doing content forever. Probably alone just for his name and how, how relevant he is and how popular he was in the scene. Probably boosted up just how much he's getting paid or, you know, getting offered. You're, you you know? are a lot more valuable commodity yes. and it makes it easier to make that decision if you do. Like, that's one of the things that version one had to consider. They had to pay SSG like 150 grand just to get the rights to buy his contract from him and sign eh. him to their spot. So, that's pocket money for him. <laughs> I mean, the organizations are, they, they separate all their company stuff. But I mean, that's, that's something you have to understand is like, okay, we have to pay this amount of money before we can even sign this person. So they, they pay that amount of money, then they get him over, then they have to pay the contract out itself knowing that this is just a player you're not getting any content creation from him you're not getting any twitch chats no no viewers no youtube hits nothing he does all have you're fans. getting is an RLCS he, does. he does oh have... he has a ton of fans when they're screaming at laniel at the events it's i'm crazy. sure that's crazy high for them i mean kind of kind of wrapping up here but like to, to to go over everything like this was an amazing major I I would easily say this was probably one of the best events so far. Uh, the next one's in Boston, which I think I think I will be actually going to, which would be pretty pretty fun. Um, I want to attend, but I don't know how how sure I can yet. But we have, we'll see. We have a little we'll bit. Be, of time. We'll be in. We'll be in. They, of course, they put it in on the Fourth of July weekend as, as per Psionics. Love you guys so much. You guys know how to put dates right. But yeah, I I personally want to want I want to thank both of you for even joining yeah. us uh, on the, oh, no, on the podcast here. Uh, you guys have been we awesome. Can, yeah, we can talk about this all day. I mean, there's so much more that we could touch on that just dives deeper and deeper, you know. And shockingly, not a lot of bad takes or or controversial discussion. You know, it's just we're kind of all in agreement for the most part on just what what we feel should be happening for the you know just with the scene with the with the Rocket League as a whole. And then we'll finally get Unreal Engine. And Unreal Engine never? <laughs> Unreal Engine 5, 2025? Yeah. We'll never get that. Never. never but no, it was a blast. No, I appreciate y'all for having us on for sure. It was, it was a lot of fun. 
And sorry, yep. bees, for just kind of sitting back. But a little bit longer <laughs> than we'll get you than watching. Expected. We'll get you watching. We'll 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 bring well, in. It's fine. I I will say this, like just again to wrap wrap everything up, like. And I, I've I've stated this multiple times. Having, you know, be Dom's co-host and everything, like, this has been Dom's idea from the beginning. He just asked me because I guess he wanted a person who knows how to talk to an online chat room and doesn't know how to talk to real-life people, I guess. I don't fucking know. Uh, but for me, the only eSport that I kind of refuse to watch is League. Rocket League has been something where, like, what? <laughs> it's his first time watching, I, too. He had a good time. Yeah, and th this is my first time watching where I literally, I've sat in, like, you know, like, because I think I, I've seen, like, Karma, U-Face, Epic, and, like, you know, there's a bunch of custom matches that, you know, people will be streaming, just discords that we're all part of or whatever, like how we were playing Apex, like, two mm -hmm. nights ago. Like, watching that, and I'm just like, oh, okay, but, like, it it gets boring, but then watching, say, a major of Rocket League with my friends and everything, seeing their reaction, seeing how I, I like, you know, did a bracket for this. I'm now co-host of a podcast for esports and everything. Like, it's something that I can sit here and say, oh, I remember that. But also, I can have different takes that maybe some people wouldn't have because they're more invested in it than say I am because this was literally the first ever Rocket League tournament I have ever fucking watched besides I think Frost's Rocket League tournament that he put on history <laughs> where like but for like a major that's why I asked the question you know it, is there only one company that runs Rocket League you know there's been there's been events like DreamHack and stuff of that sort yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very few and far between and when those events do happen it's it pops off like people are so stoked to watch it because they're seeing all these teams actually have fun little interactions with each other they you know do little quiz shows with like different players and yeah, stuff and which that's and every, all that like for me it seems like every counter-strike at least major counter-strike tournament they have something like that or like they'll have player interviews everything like that which i know that they did have in the major but at the same time it's like if it's ran by one company, that company may just want to run it their way and then shove everybody, you know, to the side, such yeah. as a DreamHack ESL. I I can go on and stuff like that. But yeah, no, honestly, that this was fun. Again, thank you guys for coming on here. Yes, um, thank you guys so much for your time. I know we we yeah. did we did go uh way over um <laughs> i know you guys have lives outside of you know just talking and just being around playing games or whatever thank you guys so much really no, appreciate you for I, having I us on say, man thank uh, you kudos to karma he has a standing desk and he is he stood for two hours which i can never do like just a little just a tiny little time yeah, I, I I can never do that. <laughs> uh, make sure to go check out all their socials. Yep. Um, will be linked in the description of the of the YouTube video, or you just you know click on if you're in Twitch chat, you just click and uh, you know go, go definitely yeah. go check these 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 two are amazing. I will straight up genuine Appreciate people. You. Watch more Rocket League bees, and I'm down to be back. I would love. We're, to. we're ready. We're ready. Um. I mean, we could we could do. I mean, we could have a, a hot take section or something to get it a little spicier, a little riled up. But uh, 
no, I mean, I'm I'm definitely down to be back. I then, oh. no, you're good. Oh. I like before you guys came in about the next Rocket League major. I, w- I was talking to Dom about it. If I can, I might go. Honestly, uh, the only thing that is stopping me is there is a CS:GO tournament in DC that I did say that I might be going to as well, and that's I think in June, and then July, which has to be of course Fourth of July weekend. Good planning, good planning. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you guys so much for having on. Uh, everybody oh, in Twitch chat, thank you, Moxie. Again, thank you yes, so much, Moxie, Thank you for the. Uh, uh, thank you so much for the raid, Moxie. Um, yes, I I was a Phase Rocket League fan only because I'm a Phase CS:GO fan. Uh, this, this has been episode uh, eight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you Frost and Karma for your time. Thank you guys very much. Have a good one.